Coming up the latest news, and then Dr. Soloway will be my guest on the 10 o'clock hour. Hope you'll be there for us. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. His indictment proving to be something of a boom to former President Trump, both in terms of fundraising and in his polling numbers. President Biden, on the other hand, is watching his numbers fade as he considers running for a second term. The latest Rasmussen Report's national telephone and online survey finds that if the 2024 presidential election were between President Biden and former President Trump, 47% of likely U.S. voters would vote for Mr. Trump, 40% for Mr. Biden. February 15th, President Biden led that poll 45-42. This latest survey was taken after the announcement of the former president's indictment, but before the actual arraignment. Ken Lorman reporting. Communist China says U.S. support for Taiwan threatens Beijing's sovereignty and territorial integrity. And China vows reprisals against Taiwan following a meeting between House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and the Taiwanese president. There are other demonstrations of support for Taiwan. House Foreign Affairs Committee Chair Republican Michael McCall leading a delegation of eight lawmakers on a three-day visit to Taiwan to discuss regional security and trade. The job market continues to defy Fed attempts to slow the economy by hiking interest rates. The Labor Department says jobless claims in the U.S. for the week ending April 1st fell by 18,000 to 228,000 from the previous week. The figures show the labor market continues to hold up in the face of the Federal Reserve's aggressive campaign to cool the economy and bring down inflation. The Labor Department says it revised the factors for its seasonal adjustments, which can cause big swings in the numbers. And that's correspondent Jeremy House reporting. Stocks in the red this morning on Wall Street. Right now, the Dow down 110 points. The Nasdaq is off 54, and the S&P trading 12 points lower. More on these stories at townhall.com. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on Gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. 20 years after the U.S.-led invasion of Iraq, the families of thousands of Iraqis who went missing are still seeking answers. The International Committee of the Red Cross said since 2003 it has received over 43,000 cases of people who disappeared. Of those, more than 26,700 cases remain unresolved. As it tries to turn the page on its troubled past, the Iraqi government has not established a commission to look into the missing. Many say this is because politicians are intertwined with arms groups involved in kidnappings and killings. I'm Karen Chamas. Protesters have blocked a road at Paris's main airport and are gathering again in other French cities for another nationwide push with strikes and demonstrations. Yet President Macron to scrap contested pension reforms 
Macron's drive to raise the national retirement age from 62 to 64 has ignited a months-long firestorm of protest. News and analysis, townhall.com. A second Democrat stepping up to challenge President Biden should Mr. Biden decide to run for re-election. Democrat Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who's an anti-vaccine activist and member of one of the country's most famous political families, has announced he will run for president. Kennedy has filed a statement of candidacy with the Federal Election Commission. The 69-year-old's campaign to challenge incumbent President Joe Biden for the Democratic nomination is considered a long shot. Kennedy is a nephew of President John F. Kennedy and the son of JFK's slain brother, Robert F. Kennedy. More than 15 years ago, the younger Kennedy became fixated on a belief that vaccines were not safe. He emerged as one of the leading voices in the anti-vaccine movement. I'm Lisa Dwyer. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis heading to the northern Michigan community of Midland today for a county Republican event. And following that, he'll be speaking this evening at Hillsdale College. More on these stories at townhall.com. Still probably with you, WICH. Just a few minutes, we'll be talking with Dr. Soloway, rheumatologist. Um, just about everybody sooner or later gets arthritis, and he's going to tell you how to feel better, how to deal with it. That'll be coming up on our program. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Okay, we're going to take a little break, then we're going to uh, talk with Dr. Soloway. Stick around. We'll be taking your phone calls, too, and your questions, so don't hesitate. Cut into a good steak tonight. Cut into the first tender bite. This is a night you've been looking forward to. A perfect Easter holiday begins with the delicious hickory smoked Easter ham from Salem Prime Cuts. Bone-in or boneless hickory smoked Easter hams are now available. The hams at Salem Prime Cuts are cured and slowly smoked in their own smokehouse. And they're only available at Salem Prime Cuts. Be sure to try their fresh or smoked Easter kielbasa. Or how about a stuffed crown roast of pork with their famous apple sausage stuffing? They're oven ready. While you're there, pick up one of their award-winning grinders. Just voted best sandwich in the day paper, sandwich and Grinder Madness with house specialties like Prime Rib, Bacon Cheeseburger, and Corned Beef Reuben Grinders. Salem Prime Cuts, Route 85, Salem, Four Corners. We'll stake our reputation, our meats are a cut above the rest. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson. For over 150 years, Dime Bank has helped local individuals, families, and businesses meet their banking needs. It's what relationship-based banking is all about. And because we don't pay dividends to shareholders, we focus on giving back to our communities through loans to local businesses and support for many community-based charitable causes. By working together, communities can thrive. We're glad to do our part. Dime Bank, community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing lender. Fox News commentary. L.A. County wants to depopulate their jails, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Release the felons should be the new Democrat slogan. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. 
Democrats just want to win the next election, and they're trying to do it with ceaseless money printing. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. It is critical to protect your retirement right now with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. Paid for by Birch Gold Group. Felons have to basically beg to be behind bars in California as it is, but the LA County Board of Supervisors wanted to take that up a notch with a proposal to depopulate and decarcerate inmates. This is all under the guise of prison overcrowding, but it's actually right in line with California's felon coddling priorities. This proposal would have declared the current prison situation to be a humanitarian crisis, allowing the county to decrease the numbers entering the jails and release some inmates already there. Humanitarian crisis? Since when do the needs and wants of convicted criminals outweigh the needs and wants of not only the victims, but the public safety of the greater L.A. area. Well, after an outcry from the public, advocates for this plan have sent it back to the drawing board. But folks, if I know California, and I do, it'll be back. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is fearless at OutKick.com. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Hey, minutes after 10, so hold off on your calls because we're going to be getting a call in a minute or two with Dr. Soloway, and I guarantee you it's going to be a very interesting and important segment in our program. He's one of the leading doctors in the country. We had him on the uh, show a couple of weeks ago and the response was absolutely incredible so uh, if you want to stick around for that you'll have a chance to call up and ask questions maybe we can help you feel better because arthritis can be debilitating and uh, he's one of the leading rheumatologists in the country we're happy to have him on the program and he's uh, agreed to do a lot of shows with us Dr. Soloway has completed uh, undergraduate studies at Stony Brook University. He attended the American University of Caribbean School of Medicine. He's had a lot of awards as being one of the uh, top doctors around. So we're glad that we've corralled him on our program. And he's one of the America's top rheumatologists. He's got a book out that uh, is fascinating. I know a lot of people went out and bought the book after we had him on the program. Uh, Dr. Soloway's book is Medical Politics, How to Protect Yourself from Bad Doctors, Insurance Companies, and Big Government. We covered a lot of different areas the last time he was on the program, but today I I wanted to focus a little more on uh, arthritis because he's one of the America's top rheumatologists. And, of course... uh, so many people have suffered from that. I'm going to ask him questions like, how come when the weather changes, arthritis kicks in? You know, you hear it's going to be a rainy day, and you go, uh-oh. This is, uh, we're holding him online. That's the music that you're hearing in the background. He had a little emergency uh, with a patient that he's almost through with. So rather than take your phone calls right now, I'll let you listen to a little of Beethoven on the line. (laughs) Waiting to talk to him. Yes, we've done some strange things through the years on this program, and this may be one of them. 
Thank you for holding. We sincerely appreciate your patience. Well, tomorrow... Stay on the line. We'll sure. be back in a moment. I will. Tomorrow's Good Friday, and uh, we hope that you're going to have a fine Easter. Well, I wait uh, to hear from the doctor. Here's top things people would give up for a year to be allergy-free. Cake. Boy, that's a tough one, isn't it? Chocolate. Smartphones, a portion of my salary. I don't know, we'll have to think about that one. Speaking of allergies, I don't know about you, but I've certainly had my share this year for the first time in my life. I don't know, I guess I was due for the little allergy bug to sneak in on me. In the meantime, I've got some of the worst puns ever while we're waiting to talk to the doctor. Dad, are you a pyromaniac and he says yes we are son Thank you. just don't pass out when you hear some of these what do you call a pig with laryngitis disgruntled a commander walks into a bar and orders everyone around do I hear some moaning out there Never buy flowers from a monk. Only you can prevent florist friars. How much did the pirate pay to get his ears pierced? A buccaneer. I think you're going to walk the plank on that one. (laughs) I once worked at a cheap pizza shop to get by. I needed the dough. (sighs) Please don't leave me. I promise the doctor. Hi, good morning. I'm so sorry. I... There were two patients literally on the table. Dr. Soloway, these things happen. Don't worry about it. It's anyway, good. they're off, and on the ro- off to the races. <clears throat> and they're all feeling better now, I hope. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. So, it's good to talk to you again. I got quite a response the last time you were on the program. Oh, my God. I listened to the after <clears throat> show. I think you had seven people call up raving about me. Sadly, they didn't buy the book, but that's okay. Well, they get around to it. Don't give up on that. The book is the book is your latest book. Yeah, there's two. Two years ago, I released Bad Medicine, mm-hmm. which, if you're not familiar with House of God, that was a book about a guy who did his training in 1969 and wrote his personal account of it. This book I wrote, Bad Medicine, is an account of what's going on in today's medicine. And it's literally step-by-step from day one until now. The new book is strictly a political book of Mm -hmm. how people are getting screwed over. Well, a lot of people feel they're getting screwed over, and and they're frustrated. By the way, each book has um, uh, polymyalgia, fibromyalgia, osteoporosis, vasculitis, osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, gout, and a whole bunch of other topics, scleroderma, myositis, so these are, these are very good. In, in, in my opinion, I've been doing this uh, over 31 years in practice. In my opinion, these are the best patient guides for information about any of the 10 most common arthritic conditions. That's great because, uh, you know, how people can get the book again. Uh, I just wanted to bring up uh, some, a listener called me a while ago with uh, something called bifida. What is it? Uh? Um, I'm not familiar with okay, that. Okay, something. Uh, I'll I'll get the name. Possibly. I can Google it real quick. Yeah. D i f d a. Yeah, she said she had. Um, I think it's bifida, but somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. You know, generally, if I hear something I've never heard of, mm-hmm. 
I usually think it's quackery, and most of the stuff out there is quackery, because if it wasn't quackery, quackery I'd sell it in the office. Yeah. So uh, let's, you mentioned gout, and I know somebody who suffers from gout periodically. Can we touch on that for a second? I, listen, that's my favorite topic. In fact, I discovered gout in artificial joints. I've really? written extensively on gout. I love gout. <clears throat> it's not a form of arthritis. It's something else, right? Um, gout is a metabolic disease with deposition of uric acid in joints. It's, um, it, it goes in joints, so when you get it in the joints, it's called gouty arthritis. When it's in the skin, it's gouty cellulitis. Mm-hmm. When it's in the tendons, it's gouty tendonitis. Suffice to say, these pieces of salt that are seen under a microscope get inflamed, and they wreak havoc, and they cause a lot, a lot, a lot of pain. Now, I've heard that um, it's controlled by diet. Is that correct? Partially. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of controlling one's uric acid. If you keep the <clears throat> uric acid below 5, you'll never get a gout attack the rest of your life. However, if you drink a lot of beer and if you eat a lot of organ meat, those foods tend to raise uric acid. However, the medicines, if taken correctly, will actually offset any dietary problems because there are drugs that are that good. That's great. You know, last time we spoke, you talked about some new discoveries to help people with arthritis that um, for those who have chronic arthritis and debilitating, uh, yes. tell us a little bit more about that for those that missed it. Revolutionary. The, uh, the TNF inhibitors are a class of drugs that came out 25, 30 years ago, and we went from 35% of disabled to less than 1% disabled because of chronic rheumatoid arthritis just because of these, this class of drugs. It blocks um, what are called pro-inflammatory cytokines. A, a cytokine is a cell, and pro-inflammatory is a cell that incites inflammation. These drugs destroy those cells, and this is something we've never had exposure to in the past. And all the drugs that are given by injection or infusion, those are called biologic drugs. The biologic drugs have to be given by injection or infusion uh, simply because they're too large to make in a pill and because uh, as a protein, the stomach acid would destroy them. So they have to give it, be given intravenous or by injection. But they, they are game changers. They're true game changers. Does every doctor know about this? Lord knows they should, but no, mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah, it's one thing I wanted to ask you. I mean, why wouldn't uh, there's, every there's doctor... such a disparity in knowledge. It's ridiculous. It's like having a high school student <clears throat> and a Hall of Famer on the same field and saying, well, they could both swing the bat, right? So why wouldn't uh, someone like you who gets the information, why wouldn't every doctor get that information? It's out there, you know, especially since COVID, people stopped going to meetings. Everything is online. Mm-hmm. When you take an online course, you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs on your phone. And people just, you know, our, our dissemination of knowledge has come to a halt. And, and I, I swear, I think in the communist government, this is what they want. And I, I can honestly see doctors in 20 years being replaced by robots. I really can see it. It's, it's obviously coming. Yeah. Um, you're, everything you're saying is, is, is not only logical, it's the way it was 10 years ago. I would go to three courses a year. I'd go to the Harvard Review course. I'd go to Chicago. I'd go to all kinds of courses. And, um, you know, now these courses are given online, so nobody shows up. They, they don't save as many hotel rooms. And there's just so many distractions that people are not interested anymore. And, again, the system 
starting at the government, leading to the American College of you know Medicine or Rheumatology or whatever, they're not friendly. They, they all they want you to do is pay money, take online exams all the time, and you know the learning part it seems to be gone. And the people that are doing the teaching are professional teachers, and they're no longer practicing medicine. All they do is you know give the same lecture all the time. It, it's they're not updating people. You know, unless you're doing a month in my office on this type of rotation in this field, you're not going to learn what you need to know. It's it's just not the way people think it should be, and it's not the way it was. Everything used to be really good. You know, they, everybody used to complain they wanted health care for all. Okay, fine. So I understand the concept. 90% had insurance, 10% didn't. Well, here's what the people don't talk about and they don't know. Of the 90% that had insurance, 100 million people on Medicare, Medicaid, 15 million of those people simultaneously had VA insurance. So if you got VA insurance, take away their Medicare and give it to 15 million of the 30 million that have no insurance, and now you're left with 15 million or 5 million people that have no insurance. Now, I think it would be a little bit cheaper to put those 15 million people on some Medicaid plan rather than destroy the entire system and just wreck it where doctors don't get paid, can't do procedures, and patients don't have access. But that's what they've done. It makes no logical sense other than, like this guy Alvin Bragg, he thinks he's going to be famous for prosecuting a president. Obama wants to go down as famous. I mean, look, I don't have to tell you. You already know. Obama got a Nobel Prize for doing nothing. Trump has the peace accords, and he gets nothing. So, you know, these are all politically motivated, and that's the problem. There's too much political motivation, and nobody's doing anything. Well, I, I, I do walk around shaking my head a lot that, you know, with a phrase that, that doesn't make any sense. When somebody um, has a fracture, are they more prone to get arthritis in that area? Okay, so I'm going to answer this two ways. If you get a fracture within your spine or your wrist, this is an osteoporotic fracture, and then we have to treat you to make your bones stronger. Mm -hmm. If you break your arm and the fracture is just in the middle of the arm, the answer is no. But if you break your arm playing baseball and the fracture is near the joint, then yes, you will get osteoarthritis in that joint. Osteo is the wear and tear of the good kind on the street. Mm -hmm. Rheumatoid is the bad kind, the kind with inflammation that makes you worse when you're you're sleeping, it's destroying you. I'm going to touch on that, but let's take a phone call. Hi, WICH, your question for Dr. Soloway. Oh, I'm sorry, Stu. I didn't know you had a oh, Okay, thank you. Let's talk about inflammation. The uh, inflammation that we get, is it something to do with how we eat, or is it something that naturally happens, uh, but obviously there are things we can do to make us feel better when it comes to... Uh, inflammation or arthritis all right so inflammation is defined by uh, redness warmth tenderness and swelling that's the definition of inflammation so the question really becomes in general what is triggering inflammation so if you step on a rotten or rusted nail you're going to get inflammation even though there may or may not be an infection you'll get red and tender and swollen and painful so in that instance, you know there's an inciting event. When somebody has a chronic illness and they have inflammation, the most logical and leading theory is that 
you have a genetic predisposition and you've come in contact with an environmental stimulus which is currently unknown and for each disease it would still seem to be that they're all different and still unknown however more and more evidence over the course of time leads us to believe that a lot of the inflammation that is triggered on a chronic basis comes from the body's exposure to microorganisms whether it's viruses or whether it's bacteria in fact uh, one example would be ulcers in the stomach we used to think that it was only related to acid until we found out that there was a bacteria that causes um, ulcers in the stomach so that's an example in a non-arthritic in an area where nobody would really think of inflammation so genetic predisposition and come in contact with an environmental stimulus of an unknown type usually a microorganism such as a virus or bacteria now, I know you're into nutrition as well. Are there things uh, with our eating habits that can uh, protect us against that some more? So just, just to give a couple of examples, um, dairy foods tend to be protective against gouty arthritis, and gout is an inflammatory condition. Um, it, it is said that um, barbecued or charcoal, charbroiled meats tend to lead to... Um, colorectal cancers so for the things that are known the avoidance of too much alcohol or uh, too much beer in the case of gout or too much char charbroiled meat these type of things would make sense to avoid generally speaking it's important that everyone eats a well-balanced diet I think if we went back in time 50 years or, or 70 years and said you know the four food groups and so on and so forth I don't think those people were so wrong. We do need fat. We do need carbs. We do need protein. We just don't need excess of any one of those groups, and we do need exercise. The body is a machine that has to be fed, taken care of, and used. If you leave an airplane that's worth $100 million in a hangar for a long time, it's not going to work when you try to fly it for the first time 20, 30 years later. Mm -hmm. The body's no different. You, you wake up, you're 60 years old, you haven't picked up a weight in 10 years or 50 years, and you go pick up a box, you hurt your back, you hurt your shoulder. Why? You're simply not ready for it. Your body's capable of doing it. You know, and it's not so much of an age thing. It's a, it's a matter of how long have you gone without using those muscle groups. When you're in high school, you run around to use all the muscle groups. Your, your tendons are young and stretchy and hydrated, so if you miss your, your water, it's not as important. But when you pass 40, 50, 60, you have to stay hydrated, preferably with water. You need to stay stretched. You need to have a regular exercise routine. And no, you can't go out and have four pieces of toast with a giant portion of potatoes with your omelet because the only thing healthy on that plate is the omelet and maybe a bite of the potato and maybe a bite of the whole grain toast. But to eat four pieces of white bread, which is all sugar and flour, th those are the two poisons, okay? White sugar is poison, and white flour is poison. That said, everybody can have an ice cream cone every couple of days, and everybody can have a sandwich, you know, whenever they want, as long as they're not overindulging. Have a scoop of ice cream. Don't eat a pint or a gallon. And I know I'm talking to people that understand what I'm saying, because I'm that same guy. Every now and again, I come home from work. I don't stop at the ice cream shop for a cone. I stop at the supermarket for a box, and that box has gone pretty quick. So these are temptations we all need to avoid, and we will live longer because 
the Framingham study, which is like 50 years of data out of Massachusetts, proved that by you know having proper cholesterol, blood pressure, and sugar, your risk of heart disease is much less, and you live longer. This is not uh, this is that is one thing that's no longer up for any debate. If you're running cholesterols that are too high, sure, your diet may be off, but you also may need medication. But you don't want to take medicine just to hide a bad diet because it has other, the bad diet may have other adverse effects. We don't know. Maybe it'll cause Alzheimer's disease, or it'll cause gout, or it'll cause so many other things that are not necessarily immediately life-threatening or or obvious to somebody who you know is not medically acute on the knowledge. Dr. Soloway is with us. Uh, we're going to take a, a call here. And hi, WICH. Yes, good morning, doctor. Yes, sir, what is your question for Dr. Soloway? Well, beginning with the fact he considers uh, uh, conditions under ideal conditions, I contend that uh, his statement of uh, taking uh, double coverages away, wherein uh, VA and or uh, Medicare coexist for a patient is a terrible idea because many times the VA is nearly inaccessible uh, either because of the distance involved and the local doctors uh, with accessibility is much more feasible and more uh, um, what do you call it, amenable to uh, uh, better care I, I think he's uh, really going down the wrong way when he's going to rob Peter to pay Paul and he doesn't okay. understand the implications. Well, sir, let me answer the question. I understand very well what you're saying. And I'm going to tell you this. What you said is partially true. The VA is inaccessible. But you see, as a veteran, that's your problem. You need to fight the government. The people shouldn't be fighting Medicare. Everybody should be fighting the VA. So, to your point, the VA should be shut down completely, and you should only have a private doctor. This is the problem. The other thing, most veterans go to a private doctor and they take the prescription of the VA to the pharmacy and only use, utilize the VA to steal medicine for free, which is wrong. Because the same people going to the doctor that didn't get drafted, those people should be entitled to the same free medicine, but they're not. So it's a double-edged sword. So the VA should either be closed down or fixed. You shouldn't be punished, but you don't need both. So if you're willing to say the VA is no good, then give up your VA insurance so somebody else can have your Medicare insurance. And if the VA doesn't work for you, you need to complain to your congressman and fight with the government, as I fight for all my patients. Um, and the free medicines at the VA, I'm not certain why every veteran gets all free medicines and the regular citizen doesn't get free medicine. But that's the only reason that people go to a VA. It's not for care. It's for free medicine. It's a clinic set up where you can see the practitioner maybe every four to six months, and that's a very inadequate system. I totally agree with you. But if we're talking pragmatic dollars and cents, we don't need a VA. It, it's not, it, it was invented in, in the Civil War for people who got hit with bayonets, so that all the same type of people um, could be cared for because nobody else knew how to treat bayonet injuries in a regular hospital. Right now, we don't have things going on in a war situation because we don't really have that type of war going on. We have people coming back with toxicities and poisonings from all these other countries, but that can be treated in any hospital. It doesn't need to be a VA sanitarium situation. We're not dealing with that. If that were the case, they should have taken every COVID patient and loaded the VA with them and made it a COVID sanitarium. 
Dr. Soloway is with us. Thoughts, and, and I'm pretty accurate on mm -hmm. these statements, I believe. Thank you. Because I've worked in three VAs, one for a year. Dr. Soloway, the author of Medical Politics, How to Protect Yourself from Bad Doctors, Insurance Companies, and Big Government, 889-5252 is our number. Welcome to the program. Hi, good morning. Good morning, doctor. Good morning. Uh, uh, my doctor, my, I'm 69. My doctor told me I, uh, I'm a mess with my uh, neck and two shoulders with... Uh, with the arthritis. Uh, my question to you is, uh, what's your opinion on uh, two medications uh, uh, for this uh, pain and discomfort that I have? One is an opioid medicine, and the other one would be meloxicam, 7.5 milligrams. If you could answer that question, I'd be uh, very appreciative. Thank right. you. Thank you, sir, for the call. Hey, So meloxicam is an NSAID. It's in the category of drugs like Motrin. Meloxicam comes in two strengths, 7.5 and 15 milligrams. It can be taken once a day, 7.5 or 15, or it can be taken twice a day, 7.5 and 7.5. Most people are not going to get a benefit on 7.5. Most people over 60 or 65 probably should not be on that class of drug due to the risk of GI bleed, even though it may be helpful in treating minor pain. And the opioid, regardless of which one it is, whether it's hydrocodone, oxycodone, hydromorphone, whichever one it is, it's going to help pain. The problem is, is that when you use it on a regular basis, you'll develop tolerance. And 30 years ago, for people who had chronic pain, we would use it much more frequently. And now everyone's afraid of losing their license for prescribing it because the government decided that we're making everyone an addict and that we're not helping people's pain. Um, I hope that's the simple answer for this question. So if this caller was your patient, doctor, would you have prescribed something else to him? So if this caller was my patient, I would never have called him a mess. I would have x-rayed his neck. I would have found out where the problem is, and I would have offered things such as injections into the arthritic joints in the neck with some anti-inflammatory or Depomedrol, which is a injectable steroid to help arthritic or inflammatory pain, and the results can last a week, a month, or a year. It really depends on how bad the situation is. Also, um, a cervical pillow to sleep with, a cervical collar if necessary, physical therapy to strengthen the muscles around the spine. Um, I, would use, I would consider using gabapentin or pregaba, which is Neurontin or Lyrica. These are non-narcotic pain relievers that are better and stronger than drugs such as meloxicam. They're not as strong as narcotics, but they also don't carry the same um, risks and the same detriment as... Um, as the opiates do, but I think there's a role for a lot of conversation and to come to a happy medium as to everything I've said and what the symptoms for each person are, because you can see 15 people with neck pain and each one will possibly need something slightly different than the other people. See, you got to remember, there's many choices and there's no perfect answer. If we had a perfect system with a perfect answer, you would take a medicine called neck pain and it would fix all neck pain, but we don't have that. So we have to have 15 choices for the 15 people that come who don't respond to the first two, three, four, five, or six treatments, and we have to play trial and error sometimes. But leaving out the physical therapies is a bad thing. Leaving out the cervical pillows is a bad thing. Um, the exercises and the isometrics, um, the, these are all things. Now, some people like physical therapists, some people like chiropractors. They all have a role, 
but none of them are going to be 100% um, fixable of a problem because most people who take medicine, whether it's a supplement over the counter or whether it's a prescription medicine, um, many of the people, sometimes they just get better on their own. And it's not from the medicine. It's because whatever's wrong with them has healed and resolved. Many of the patients or people, and I've heard one of the callers from last week say something about she believes in natural medicine. Well, natural includes arsenic and rocks, and you don't go advocating for arsenic and rocks, but glucosamine, chondroitin, MSM, these have been proven not to work. So why people would spend their money on them, I don't know. And if they did work, I'd sell them in my own office. Too bad rocks so doesn't I work. I gave you a little broad overview of the whole topic. So easy to get rocks. That would be helpful. Let's uh, get to this call. Hi, WICH. Your question for Dr. Soloway. Yeah, good morning, Stu. Good morning, doctor. Doctor, good I morning. just tuned in a few minutes ago, but I thought I'd throw this one at you because Larry talked about pain. And I've been wondering for a long time, do we... Uh, are you hearing me? I hear an echo. No, he he's hearing you. Okay. Um, do we need to train ourselves? Do we need better learning about pain and pain management? I've noticed that animals seem to deal with pain better than people. And do we have an attitude toward pain, or do we need to modify the way we treat pain? Well, our Thank government you. has an attitude of them, and they decided that people shouldn't be treated properly for pain. And... Because the government has the problem, we need to be more educated. Because we're living in, uh, we're essentially living somewhere between China and Russia right now, and I don't mean that to be facetious. We really are being told what to do. So the more educated you are about treating your pain, is the most important thing you've got. Because eventually you'll sit down with a doctor who's going to listen to you, and you're going to say, "Look, doc, I have these three articles that I was reading, and everyone in my family has done this." and we've never tried it, and my pain is horrible, so I need you to help try this. And a, a doctor who cares is going to listen and, and go over, and, and hopefully he's going to know the things that you're telling him in advance. Hopefully it's not going to be a situation where you're surprising the doctor with everything you're telling him. But, yes, education is the paramount of everything. But the government wants the education suppressed. So, uh, boy, i got so many things I want to mention to you. Uh, I do have another caller, and I'll follow up on that. Hi, WICH. What's your question? Good morning. So I have I take a statin for cholesterol. Yes. And I read an article that said that some statins could lead to joint pain that you know, looks similar to arthritis, and that's what I have. I have, well, joint, pa- so- I have joint pain everywhere. So, so your question is um, is a little bit, there's more than one question within your question. So okay. let me tell you about statins. Statins lower cholesterol, and they do a good job at it. Um, the statins have a well-known side effect of muscle pain, and in very severe cases, severe muscle weakness. Now, regarding the issue of cholesterol and pain... Most people don't know this, but if your cholesterol or triglyceride is high enough, that in and of itself is a cause for arthritis and painful tendonitis. And only lowering the cholesterol or triglyceride in these cases, and I'm talking about cholesterol and triglycerides of 1,000 or 2,000, but I do see them in my office. And those people, to get rid of their pain, you must lower their triglyceride and their cholesterol. So that is a 
well-known, bona fide, known condition. They call it the rheumatic manifestation of hyperlipidemia or the rheumatic manifestation of hypertriglyceridemia. There's four or five known syndromes, so on. Now, for a regular person who has aches and pains, um, and they're taking a statin, and if their pain gets better or worse, one needs to evaluate from a medical standpoint what is the nature of their pain and what is the most likely reason or culprit as to why their pain is getting better or worse. Now, Lipitor and Crestor and Zocor, those are different than Provacol. Provacol is water-based, the others are oil-based, and so if you want to switch drug, you need to switch class of drug. Lipitor is the oldest one, therefore is probably the safest one. Crestor is probably the most dangerous, even though it's the most widely used, but that's because of marketing and advertising. Um, so if somebody gets pain from a statin, you switch them to Provacol. If somebody still has pain from a statin, then you have to get rid of that class of drug completely. If somebody gets muscle aches and pains, you observe them. If it gets worse or they get weakness, you have to stop the drug permanently. I hope that answers mm -hmm. your question. So, in essence, everybody reacts to uh, drugs differently. True. So, but there are there are known side effects of each drug. Each drug, yeah. You mentioned. Um, just wanted to latch on to this for a second. Uh, you mentioned that the government doesn't want you to know this. Why would that be? Well, they don't want you to know anything. They want full control. If they have, if you don't know anything, you walk in and you see a government doctor. They'll just tell you this is how it is, and there's no questions and there's no discussion. It makes life a lot easier for the government. They have a lot less work to do. Follow the directions, and that's it. You know, Obama wanted people to stop getting dialysis at age 75, which would mean that all the people that are 75 years old that we all know, that are young people who have bad kidneys, they would all die unless they could pay for their own dialysis. So it's in the government's best interest to keep the, the population as stupid as possible so they don't know and they're not allowed to ask questions. There are so many options out there. Again, if there was a cure for something, there wouldn't be choices. But since there's no cure for most things, there's a lot of choices. So if you say, why is there 75 drugs for arthritis? The answer is, there's no cure. There is no best drug. It's depending on, it'll depend what drug works well for what person. And the more you know and the more you ask, the longer the visit becomes. And the longer the visit becomes, the more expensive it becomes. And the doctor's getting paid to see 20 people, but only has time for 10. And if this, if this situation happens, the government is losing money. And that's, the government is in the business of taking your money and keeping you stupid. That's what governments do. And our, our government is catching up quickly to Russia and China in keeping the people stupid. So, this arthritis question, why is it when certain weather conditions make someone's arthritis more painful and more debilitating? They say, oh, it's going to rain, so this is going to kick in. That's a wonderful, great question, and there's a beautiful answer. In the 1950s at the University of Pennsylvania, one of the famous rheumatologists set up a weather chamber, and he proved without a shadow of a doubt that changes in barometric pressure absolutely have adverse effects on arthritis. Hmm. 
It's remarkable. I've heard people say, "Uh uh-oh, I saw the weather forecast. I'm in for it. Well, you you got to find your friend with the worst arthritis and just go to him, and then don't you don't have to turn on the news. <laughs> That's right. Hi, WICH. Good morning. Your question for Dr. Soloway. Um, yes, I want to know if nerve blocks for neck myalgia are appropriate. I'm sorry. Was it nerve something for nerve neck is appropriate? Blocks. They're nerve, injections. Nerve blocks. Oh, okay. Injection. So, okay. So the the medication for all injections is usually Depomedrol or some injectable steroid. So the one we use here is Depomedrol. So what you're asking me is, are injections appropriate? And what I have to first say is, you can have a tendon or a trigger point injection, you can have an epidural injection, you can have a facet injection, you can have a transfrainal nerve root injection. So the injections are appropriate as long as the injection that is used is appropriate for that patient at that time. And what I see, unfortunately, is when you go to pain management or orthopedics that are overzealous, you'll find that everybody is getting epidurals when they have arthritis, and the treatment would be cervical facet joint injections. You want to inject the joint that has the arthritis, not the epidural space, which is going to surround the nerve, which is used for disc disease or stenosis. So injections are very appropriate, they work very well, but they're often done incorrectly or unnecessarily or in the wrong place, so they get a bad reputation. But the drug is safe and the procedure is safe, and I'll tell you one more. I do those shots in my office with the people awake under a fluoroscope. I don't gouge the bill and bring people to a center, and I don't gouge the bill by having them put to sleep, because that's unnecessary, that's a waste of money. Doctor, uh, it's always great having you in the program, Dr. Soloway. We have him for a few more minutes. I think the thing I was thinking of is called spina bifida. Have you heard that Spina bifida, sure, sure. I didn't have the beginning of it. Is that connected to arthritis? Um, So spina bifida, uh, the the more common, is is called spina bifida occulta, and it's when uh, congenital, when, you know, in, in, you know, when you're in the womb, the, the bottom of the spine doesn't fuse together, so occulta, it's open. Um, no, that generally does not cause any problems whatsoever. People have that, and when they're in their 40s, 50s, 60s, or 70s, they get a back x-ray, and the doctor will say, oh, by the way, um, just so you know, you have spina bifida occulta, hmm. and it's an incidental finding most of the time. Interesting. Hi, WICH. Like having a cleft lip or a cleft palate, except you can't see it. Yeah. Hi, uh, welcome to our program. Your question for Dr. Soloway. Uh, doctor, I take capapentin for my uh, bone disease in my neck. You take what? I'm not hearing you good, dear. What do you, what do you take for your bone disease? Capapentin. I'm not hearing the name uh, of the medicine. Capapentin. Uh, I can't hear you good. Capapentin. Capapentin. I, I think that's what she said. Yeah. No. I, I, I'm not familiar with that name. Sorry, your phone's oh, not coming in too clear, dear. So, uh, oh, okay. Oh, it's something that you mentioned about arthritis that you prescribe for your patients. I cannot get uh, any uh, hydrocodone or anything for my pain, but the capapentin does help me. But mm-hmm. the orthopedic said it could cause me to 
want to commit suicide or mm. have very bad nightmares. So, so your, fir- I, your first problem is that you're going to an orthopedic surgeon for a non-orthopedic problem. Orthopedics, okay. by definition, are orthopedic surgeons, so they're bone surgeons. And if you needed neck surgery, I would recommend a neurosurgeon. But if you don't need neck surgery, I'd recommend a rheumatologist. So you might okay. do better off with either a rheumatologist, a pain management specialist, or a physiatrist as to an orthopedic doctor. It just so happens there's more orthopedic doctors, but that doesn't mean they're always the right choice. Dr. Soloway is with us, a rheumatologist, one of the leading ones in the country. So uh, we're going to take a short break, doctor. We'll, if you'll stay with us till 11 and uh, see if we can accommodate some more callers and more questions, we'll be right back. Dr. Soloway with us. A lot of people say, I wish he was in Connecticut. We'll be right back. Daylight saving time is now in full swing, but at Bill's Bedding, April is everyday saving time during the floor sample clearance sale. Bill's Bedding has lowered the prices on discontinued and closeout living room, bedroom, and dining room sets for store-wide savings. For example, an Ashley microfiber sofa in three colors for only $4.99. A complete bedroom group with dresser, mirror, chest, and queen bed for just $14.99. Or a six-piece table and four chairs and a bench for only $6.99 and so much more. So Bill's can make room for new models. You can use Bill's Bedding 12-month equal pay free financing to stretch your dollars even more. Don't forget that Bill's Bedding will deliver and set up your purchase absolutely free. Enjoy the spring weather and enjoy the savings during Bill's Bedding floor sample and clearance. Going on now at Bill's Bedding, 640 North Main Street, Danielson, or visit the website at billsbedding.com. Mandy Patinkin in concert. Cats in the cradle and a silver. The Tony and Emmy Award winner, critics call a musical force of nature. Star of Broadway's Evita, films The Princess Bride in Yentl and the hit TV series Homeland. You know, we'll have a good time then. Mandy Patinkin presents his new concert, Being Alive, as thrilling an evening as can be found anywhere. At the Guard, April 29th. Visit guardarts.org. Sponsored by Thames River Gallery and WSHU. Hi, folks, this is Ed Lowe, Trust and Estates Attorney at Ed Lowe Law. I'll be in your neighborhood to teach you about the basics of estate planning. Everyone has an estate, so everyone needs an estate plan, and I'm happy and proud to be the one to teach everyone about the essential planning they need to protect their money and family. I'm hosting several estate planning crash courses throughout southeastern Connecticut during the week of April 17th. Enjoy good company, some laughs, gift card drawings for an extra dose of fun, and most importantly, the wisdom of an easy-to-understand conversation about estate planning. April 17th in Waterford, April 18th in Colchester, April 19th in Old Lyme, and April 20th in Ledgerd. The seminar is free. To register and find location information, visit edlowlaw.com. That's E-D-L-O-W-E-Law.com. Or call 203-951-5435. Ed Low Law, estate planning attorney for your estate planning journey. So we got one more question in for Dr. Soloway. Welcome. Uh, what is your question, please? Hi. First, I think Sylvia meant that the drug she was taking was gabapentin because I was listening. Ah, uh, gabapentin. Okay. The last call. Just to let you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, thank you. Thank you. you doctor, know, I have it, psoriatic it, arthritis. It, I've had you know, it for. I'll, I'll let 20- you answer your, your. I'll let you ask your whole question. But let me just quickly mention about gabapentin since you brought it up. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest problems with gabapentin is people don't prescribe the right dose. So normally, the most effective dose in treating pain 
1,800 milligrams a day, usually 600 milligrams three times a day. Usually the dose has to be built up starting with 300 milligrams at bedtime. Now, if you're 70 or 80, you may go a little bit lower. It's allowable to use three, 4,000 milligrams in a day, but that's not more effective. So anyway, that's a little perspective on that drug. And if somebody's okay. not prescribing it, you need to find somebody else. That, that's, again... I'm pretty sure that's what she said. Um, okay, cool. okay, I Thank have you. psoriatic arthritis. Okay. It's probably the most under control. I've had it for 27 years. When I first had it, there weren't many, very, uh, many options because biologics weren't available you, you know at what? that point. If it's not under control, you need to switch doctors quickly. No, no. I, I, I've had it for, I'm under a, a doctor's care. I've been under yeah, yeah, a rheumatologist right. care since diagnosis. Um, yep. I just wanted to ask him. I got mine, uh, they assume while I was pregnant because I flared 10 days after I delivered and I couldn't even walk. I mean, now I'm on rem- a generic Remicade, and it's it's wonderful. But um, do Hopefully my rheumatologist always said, oh, you're the unusual one, because most women go into remission if they have it while they're pregnant, and no. mine came after. And no. I just wondered, and also, is psoriatic arthritis more prevalent now? Because I see so many commercials for it, and I'm the only one I know who has it. Well, let me answer a few of your questions. Rheumatoid arthritis is curable by pregnancy, not not psoriatic arthritis, oh, okay. okay? So rheumatoid is 50% of the time. I've seen it, I've read about it, and it's all true. Psoriatic arthritis has no relationship to pregnancy whatsoever. However, perhaps 28 years ago when you were pregnant, they didn't know you had psoriatic arthritis, and they just said, oh, you're an arthritic who flared after pregnancy. This is odd for rheumatoid. And maybe that's how it led to your diagnosis of psoriatic. Now, I'll throw, I mean, honestly, I could lecture all day on psoriatic arthritis, but we don't have that much time. I wish I called earlier. (laughs) So, um, first of all, if you're on Remicade, you should be on Remicade and methotrexate. Just because you're allowed to take a drug without methotrexate, it's wrong. And Remicade produces antibodies that are blocked by methotrexate, and... Remicade is not one of the biologics that should be given without or can be given without methotrexate. So that's something you need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, psoriatic arthritis is extraordinarily common. 20% of patients who have psoriasis, which is very, very common in society, um, get psoriatic arthritis. And there are five well-established varieties of psoriatic arthritis. There's the DIP and the nails. There's the rheumatoid mimic. There's the large joints in an oligoarticular pattern. There's the axial skeleton, and there's the sacroiliac disease. So those are five different types. And frankly, I am publishing a sixth type. I believe that um, it is a mimic of polymyalgia rheumatica in about 2% of polymyalgia rheumatica patients. And this is on personal data of about 1,500 patients. I'm getting short of time, but I want to ask uh, Dr. Soloway. I want to ask you, Dr. Soloway, before our... It's a rare disease. It is not a rare disease Mm -hmm. by any stretch. Let me just ask Uh, you this quick question because I'm getting close to the wire here. If uh, our caller has been to the same doctor for 27 years, do you think she could be doing better with uh, another opinion? Well, she said she's under good control, so I'm confused. Okay. All right. And actually, I'm on a new doctor only because my doctor retired, just like uh, two, okay. in the last two years, and that's when we did the mm-hmm. case. Thank you for the co- thank you. The reason we say Appreciate old it. is gold. <laughs> old is gold. 
So tell us about your uh, your current book before we close out this segment uh, for those who were not with us the last time. All right. So um, since we just left off on psoriatic arthritis, my book, Bad Medicine, is a compilation of everything I've seen, mostly bad and some good, uh, throughout my entire career starting with medical school. But in the back of the book, there's patient information on psoriatic arthritis, gouty arthritis, lupus arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, osteoporosis, and so on. And my current book, Medical Politics, which talks about really how to navigate through the system and avoid big government and how to keep yourself more intelligent than they want you to be, I talk about vasculitis, scleroderma, myositis, polymyalgia rheumatica, uh, fibromyalgia, dysautonomia, and some other very common things. Everything I mentioned is very common. I believe this is the best compilation of patient information that anybody could ask for in a very simple fashion that's easy to read. More easy to read than even the words I'm speaking on the on the call right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the books, uh, the first book is a very fast, very exciting read, similar to a book called The House of God that was written after a man did his residency uh, in 1969. And this is sort of uh, my version of a continuation of that. It's a very fun read. And the second one is a little bit more serious, talking about you know, actual um, problems in practicing medicine and problems getting patients medications and testing, as opposed to stories that I've seen of people dying or being dropped on the floor and things like that in the first book. Um, both books are available at badmedicinebook.net, and I gladly autograph them and put your name and write whatever you want, and I could put happy birthday, Mary, and you know I can put anything you want because the, the badmedicinebook.net is, uh, is my secretary. And so she brings me a couple of books, and she says, here's what the people want written, and we mail them out, and I pay the <laughs> shipping. It's, it's a lot better than getting it on Amazon where you don't get it signed and I don't get paid. When somebody has arthritis, should they go to a rheumatologist? Can you go to a regular doctor and get this, the best information as well? No. The rheumatologist should be the one who's versed in that. Mm-hmm. Um, every specialty, or I should, internal medicine is a specialty for the generalist, but subspecialist, which is, in, which is rheumatology, oncology, pulmonary, cardiology, um, <clears throat> I mean, there's obviously a role for the family doctor and the GP, but when it comes to arthritis, Anything that's hurting for more than 10 days or two weeks or three weeks, and you're waking up with morning stiffness, that, that's rheumatology. That's not orthopedics. Um, one of the biggest problems is that people are diverted incorrectly from urgent care or emergency rooms to orthopedics merely because they, there are many more orthopedics than there are of the other specialties. So if you added up all the rheumatologists, all the physiatrists, all the neurosurgeons, there's still more orthopedic surgeons than there are those other specialties, irrespective of the knowledge base and the training. Now, you're located in um, is it New uh, Jersey? Vineland, New Jersey. New Jersey, is, yeah. um, it's, uh, it's between Philadelphia and Atlantic City, mm-hmm. or if you looked at a different cross-section, it's between Cherry Hill and Cape May, and you can consider Cape May the edge of the state at the ocean. A lot of our listeners wanted you to move to Connecticut, but I don't think you're going to be doing that soon. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? I don't know which state is more woke. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it's always a pleasure, and I hope we can do the third round soon on 
Lots oh, of other listen, issues. It, it, seriously, it's my honor. I love your show. I love interacting with the guests. The, I mean, the, 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 the callers. I love answering questions. I, I love the debatable questions. The man from the VA. You know, I feel bad for these people. I really do, because they're stuck, and they, you know, they don't know that they can go to their congressman and scream and yell, and they don't have to give donations because. You know, these, these politicians, they want their job because that's their meal ticket. So if people get together and they fight the politicians and scream and yell, something has to change. Well, thanks for being with us. And um, the uh, young lady who uh, I talked to first is very accommodating. And tell her I'm glad to talk with her as well. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. And, and again, I, it'd be my honor to be on your show as often as you want. I really love this, the, the whole dynamic thank of your you, show. Thank you, Dr. Hope. We can... Bye now. Personality Radio, WYCHAM 1310. Norwich, 94.5 W233DB FM. Here's the news. I'm Thomason. Taiwan says it's keeping a close eye on multiple Chinese warships off its coast. Beijing once again menacing its smaller neighbor following a meeting between the Taiwanese president and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. In communist China taking a more active role in the Mideast, Beijing brokered talks leading to a restoration of diplomatic relations between Iran and Saudi Arabia. A Chinese foreign ministry spokeswoman says Beijing will keep working to bring the Saudis and the Iranians closer together. China welcomes and applauds the continued steps Saudi Arabia and Iran have taken to improve their relations. We're ready to keep playing a mediating role and will contribute China's wisdom and strength to promoting security, stability and development in the Middle East. The foreign ministry spokeswoman heard through a translator on the BBC. Looking more and more like a presidential contender, Ron DeSantis attends a county GOP event later today in Midland, Michigan, before speaking this evening at Hillsdale College. Michigan's a battleground state transformed by Democrat majorities. The visit puts the Republican governor's agenda in direct contrast with one of the Democrat Party's brightest stars, Governor Gretchen Whitmer. In Florida, DeSantis and the GOP-dominated legislature have moved the state further right, waging a culture war on what the governor has called woke agendas. In Michigan, Whitmer's led the way on codifying abortion rights and advancing sweeping gun reform with Democrats in full control for the first time in decades. Rhonda Rockster reporting. Violence in Paris, violence in Jerusalem. The unrest in Paris comes amid ongoing protests over a pension reform plan. The violence in Jerusalem, a continuation of the never-ending Israeli-Palestinian conflict. On Wall Street this morning, stocks in the red. Right now, the Dow is down 131 points. The Nasdaq off. 37 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on Gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. 
A dispute between Sudan's military and a paramilitary group has forced the delay of a deal with politicians aimed at restoring the country's democratic transition, derailed by a 2021 coup. Last December, the military agreed a roadmap to hand over power to civilians. But the negotiations have stalled due to disagreements over the unification of the National Army and the dreaded paramilitary rapid support forces led by Burhan's deputy Mohammed Hamdan Daglu. The spokesman for the talks, however, says they are still determined to reach a consensus with the military. The factions hope that a final peace deal will unlock millions of dollars frozen by the European Union and the U.S. and help the country's struggling economy. That's the BBC's Emmanuel Igunza. Japan's Coast Guard says it's searching for an army helicopter carrying 10 crew members that went missing off a southern Japanese island, disappeared from radar during a mission last evening. News and analysis, townhall.com. Well, something that doesn't exactly inspire confidence in the feds. The FBI said participants in a Department of Defense training exercise at a Boston hotel entered the wrong room Tuesday and mistakenly detained a guest instead of the person assigned the role of the person to be detained. The mistake occurred about 10 p.m. with the Boston Division of the FBI assisting the U.S. Department of Defense in conducting the Defense Department exercise. The exercise was meant to simulate a situation that personnel might encounter during an actual event. The FBI said participants were mistakenly sent to the wrong room and detained a person who was not the intended role player. Keith Peters reporting. Abortion trafficking is now against the law in Idaho. It's where Governor Brad Little has signed a bill... It makes it a crime for an adult to help a minor get an abortion without parental consent. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Let's not take away the parents' consent. You hear these stories, Strange stuff, huh? Five minutes after 11, welcome to our program. This portion is an open topic. Uh, boy, does that guy have a great voice, Dr. Soloway, huh? Interesting guy. Badmedicinebook.net, if you're interested in his uh, material there. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. So he's back by popular demand. Oh, my you know, uh, And I'm glad. And he sounds so willing come on to your show and I <clears throat> wish you would have them more often because we do have a population of seniors in Norwich um, the other thing I wanted to say um, was everybody gets ache and, aches and pains in any age so we can help everybody go ahead what else well no I, I just wanted to say he he's just seemed to have every answer for everything um, in... It's brilliant. You know, especially about medicines and whatnot, mm-hmm. since I don't take any of this stuff, but I'm learning about the illnesses and things like that. He just seemed to be in an encyclopedia of knowledge, and I have to digest everything he said today. <laughs> What a great program. Thank you. Thank you. He's one of the leading doctors in the country. We're so glad we corralled him, and he loves coming on, and and that's a good thing. You're on the air. Welcome. I'd like to make a call. Please hang up and dial your Okay. There's somebody else to do that. This portion of our program is an open topic. Welcome to the program. 
Hey, Sue, I, I need to apologize because I didn't know you had a guess at 10. He, he is. He's brilliant. Sue, you nailed it. Yeah, he's a brilliant guy. We'll have he him really on a lot. Is, he wants to come on a lot. He had a lot of good answers, and he's straightforward. Uh, you know, man, I don't know what to say. I'm just lost in the sauce right now. You're lost in the sauce? You're not sauced, are you? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, Sue. Um, but, no, what I'm saying is he's... Uh, He's he, he's right up on everything he's everything he's talking about. He just seems like he's really up on his game, you know. Yeah, well, we're glad to have him on, and uh, yeah, and he was delighted to say, "Hey, anytime, I love your program, and I mm-hmm. want I'll come back anytime he wants to." So we got a good, and, and I love it, Cherry Hill. I know Cherry Hill, New Jersey down the turnpike and then over uh, from Philadelphia. Hey, man, this guy, <laughs> you know, he's got a, I'm sure he's got probably got a PhD, man. The guy's really, really, really up on his game. All right, I'm sure he appreciates your uh, compliments. Yeah, and, and certainly you too, Stuber. I love you, man. I'm going to listen, all right? All right, that'll be good. Thank you. WICH weather, partial clearing after a lull. It's a foggy today driving in, huh? Foggy. Haven't seen that in a while. Chance of an afternoon thunderstorm, warm and breezy today. We could get, it's no weather strange, huh? Could get up to the 60s and maybe 70s inland. Let's not push it, Stu. Tonight, a few showers and thunderstorms early, then cloudy, gradual clearing, low 43. Friday, good Friday, sunny and 62. Saturday, sunny and breezy and 56. And Easter Sunday, sunny and 60. Can't do much better than that. I don't think they'll cancel any Easter egg hunts. It's 55 degrees. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. He's wonderful. Yeah, I'm so glad we got connected. And he explains things to people. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get his book. It's called Bad Medicine, is it? Badmedicinebook.net. Dot net. Dr. I'm, I'm going to order that book. Good. Yeah. You have to tell me what you think of it. When yeah, uh, I will. I yeah. I think it'll be a. I know it'll be a good one because he he's excellent. Well, he's been around. He also works with athletes and teams and. Uh, yeah. Like, he does everything. He does everything. He's got all kinds of experience. Yeah. And that's important. Okay, so. All right. Thank you. Yeah. So. Let me roll up my sleeve. Just one of them today. And if you want to talk about any subject that's on your mind, you're welcome to do so now. And let me take a little break. We'll be right back with you. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. Daylight saving time is now in full swing, but at Bill's Betting, April is everyday saving time during the floor sample clearance sale. Bill's Betting has lowered the prices on discontinued and closeout living room, bedroom, and dining room sets for store-wide savings. For example, an Ashley microfiber sofa in three colors for only $4.99. 
a complete bedroom group with dresser, mirror, chest, and queen bed for just $14.99. Or a six-piece table and four chairs and a bench for only $6.99 and so much more. So Bills can make room for new models. You can use Bills Bedding 12-month equal pay free financing to stretch your dollars even more. Don't forget that Bills Bedding will deliver and set up your purchase absolutely free. Enjoy the spring weather and enjoy the savings during Bill's Bedding floor sample and clearance. Going on now at Bill's Bedding, 640 North Main Street, Danielson, or visit the website at billsbedding.com. Get a pair of 11s. It's 11-11 on WICH. Good morning to you. 11-11, let's go to 7-11. 7-11, roll that dice, buddy. Yeah, roll them, babies. Yeah. I wanted to join the cacophony of WICH listeners waving the flag and saying, what a spectacular guest. Did you say cough me? Br- br- brilliant and, no, not me, the doctor. <laughs> I know, no, I know. You said a word that was interesting. What I'm going to join the, uh, you said concoft me? Oh, cacophony. Yeah, I haven't heard that. I don't think I've ever yeah, heard that word. that's a word, isn't it? I love that word. That's the word of yeah, the day. Use cacophony in a sentence today. Call Stu Breyer and say cacophony and hang up. No, I'm yeah, just I mean, I've had a cacophony for three months. <laughs> well, that's something <laughs> else. All right. Here's a suggestion. You can throw it in the trash basket if you want. Mm-hmm. But he seems so energetic about coming on your show, and he loves your show. How about having him on once a month, like today's Thursday? So <clears> I, maybe Believe me, I, he'll do it. Uh, I, I, b- even when I called up because we had a scheduled uh, interview at... 10, his, the gal that works for him was raving about the show that we did together. Really? And she said, we heard, the, we heard the podcast, and wow, he's looking forward to talking to you. Oh, how cool. I love it. I love it. Yeah, maybe like the first Thursday of every month or something, and then well, you're, uh, yeah. heck, you're, you're, uh, your executives could go out and sell spots just for that show. My goodness, anyway, we have enough I, illnesses I, I, to I go around. But, you know, mm-hmm. um, such a wonderful guest. Thank you. What a great doctor. And you're a good host, too, by the way. Oh, thank you. Should you should have your cell phone more often. I, I should get into the radio, huh? You should get, get into I don't know if you'd fit, man. <laughs> hey, I'll sneak in one other thing if you'll allow. Sure. Uh, Easter weekend is coming, mm-hmm. and I just want to extend a warm welcome for those who might be looking for uh, Easter services to attend. Sure. Uh, we would be more than welcome at Grace Episcopal Church in Yantic. Our Sunday services are always at 11 o'clock, and that includes Easter Sunday. And it's always a wonderful time. Grace Church is out there uh, in Yannick, across from Laziza Bake Shop, uh, up of West Town Street. And uh, you can online you can visit gracechurchyannick.org for more information. But the Sunday Easter service will be at 11 o'clock. Let's pack that church, baby. All right. You have a one. If I don't talk to you before, you have a wonderful weekend. Yeah, we're going to be doing the family thing, so that'll be nice. And I think we're having lamb for, for dinner. All right, that'll be fine. <laughs> See you. <laughs> Take care, Steve. You too, Kev. Hi, thanks for holding. You're on the air. Oh, another one of those again. Uh, once again, if you are calling in and you hear it goes blank, that means I'm putting you on hold if I have another caller. So uh, it's not that I forgot you. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Stu. Hi, Susan. Yeah, hey. I'm glad Kevin mentioned Easter, because there's so much going on, and politics and everything put aside. Um, 
Yeah, believe it or not, right? Um, my happiest memories of Easter morning. Mm-hmm. Out here in Preston, we always had sunrise service at Amos Lake Beach Club, and that was so nice. You walk, you know, just it was it was just so nice. That you know, you're around nice. the pond yeah. and you sing and and watch. You know, um, the sun's already up though. But yeah, sunrise service at Amos Lake was really cool. All my growing up and. Um, Today is Monday, Thursday, or in other words, tonight is the Lord's Last Supper, when Judas, um, his disciple, he left the supper, went out, got his bag of dirty pieces of silver, and then later after supper, when Jesus went in the Garden of Gethsemane to pray, Judas led the um, guards and everybody there to grab Jesus. And then on Friday, he was um, crucified. The one cool thing, Pontius Pilate washed his hands of it because he didn't want to do it. He did not want to crucify Jesus. His wife had a dream. She said, don't do it. He's innocent. But everyone else wanted him put to death. Why? He didn't even do anything. So there's a lot of lessons to be learned here. And afterwards, Judas went and he flung himself off that, um, well, I, it was either he hung himself or he jumped off a cliff because I know it said he died, you know, on, on the rock. It, it's in the Bible. But he killed himself for doing it. And then um, there really is a Golgotha, meaning hill of the skull. So, and Susan, tell me what you're going to be doing this Easter. Well, I'm going to be remembering all that. Are you because gonna, that mm-hmm. is what our faith is all about. And mm-hmm. you know what? What? Wars have gone on because of this. Um, you know, countries have fought other countries. Um Believe it or not, over, over Christianity and all that kind of stuff. It's amazing so, how many wars uh, happened because of religion. Way back when. Mm-hmm. You know, when it, Jerusalem was attacked and Solomon's temple was robbed of everything that was in it because he was the richest king on earth. You know that happened on July 4th. Can you believe that? July 4th is a very important date. And... Okay, um, one more thing on the lesson, and I gotta go. Oh, okay. Solomon in in the book of Solomon. Um, guess what? He's the one. His words are the ones to everything. Turn, turn. There's a season. Those are his words out of the. Oh, Bible. I love that song too. Yep, right, it was thank Solomon. You. I go. Who wrote that? And I'm looking, and I'm looking, and those were Solomon's words. So that's kind of neat. Yeah, thanks for the uh, thanks for that too. It gets us in the mood. Have a wonderful Easter. Okay. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Nice show. Hi, Larry. I guess I won't have to go to church on Sunday now. You're all set, buddy. My 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 uh, Bible studies. Susan will be up there talking. Oh my gosh! Well, have a nice weekend. I'm not going to see you tomorrow, so in case I don't get you to call this afternoon. Feeling any better today? A little, but I told you a long time ago when that guy, the doctor, hit it right on the thing. Remember, I told you that my mm-hmm. pain goes with uh, barometric uh, pressure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. It's pretty Those obvious. Schools. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, that's... I don't know if he's the best guest you ever had, but he's definitely the best doctor guest you ever had. Oh, he's, okay? Yeah, he's a by, by far. There's nobody that comes here. This guy is a straight shooter, mm-hmm. and you can tell just by the way he talks and, and how he presents stuff, and I am so happy that he came out and blasted the government the way he did. Okay? Well, he'll just, be coming he's on the show a lot. People's uh, 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 medical, um, especially medical decisions regarding medication. Mm-hmm. Um, I want what what to give your patient, and if you give them an opioid, you're going to lose your doctor's license. It's a it's a disgrace. Well, yeah, he definitely has an opinion on that one. That's for sure. Yeah, he does. I told you that a while back before you even called him and talked to him. And I know you had to get a second opinion because uh, you didn't believe what what the doctor told me right in his doctor's office, right here in Norwich. So I'm glad you did get to hear from another doctor because most of these people are probably cowards. They're not going to come on your radio show and say, tell you what this guy just told you. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do it. Well, listen, I, if I don't talk to you later, have a wonderful time with your family. I know you, the family and the grandkids and everybody. Yeah. My birthday's next next Friday the 14th, so my granddaughter, if you remember last year, my granddaughter was born on the same day as me, so her birthday's next Friday also. Oh, we can have a double celebration. Yeah, it's going to be one year old. Two cakes. Right. So. All right, Larry. Yeah. 69 already. I can't believe it. <clears throat> yeah, believe me, it goes quick. Oh, oh boy. It's, yeah, it's so fast. 70. Big, big 70 next year. Remember when you <laughs> were young and you said, remember when you were young, oh, if I, I can't wait to be 16 or I can't wait to be 21. <laughs> and now you're going, hold it. Hold the horses, huh? <laughs> yeah. All That's right. True. Talk to you later. Thanks. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning, Stu. Hi there. Uh, Earlier when you had the doctor on, you mentioned the word bifida. Yeah, spider bifida, I think. I got it. Couldn't. I got it half. Yes, I did. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that's something to do with a birth defect concerning the spine. You're right. You're absolutely right, because he did uh, go back to it later. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't hear the, the part later, but I had a couple of friends, a couple of friends of mine that had gotten married, and they had a baby that was born that way, where the spine wasn't enclosed in the skin, mm-hmm. and the baby had to have several operations to correct it. They considered it a, a birth defect. So was it corrected okay, and the baby's all right? It was corrected okay, yes. Well, that's good. I didn't realize they had operations that they do for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They do. And uh, the child turned out okay. Good news. That's great. Hey, Stu, you have a nice Easter, okay? You too, sir. Great to talk to you. Thank you. Eat too much. <laughs> All right. Not anymore. <laughs> Bye-bye. See ya. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. I want to thank the lady that <clears throat> called in and uh, told the doctor mm-hmm. uh, about what medicine I take. Um, I- I'm telling you, Larry's right, though. Um, I, I, cause I'm sickly with, uh, degenerate bone disease and it's, it can be very bad and I understand Larry, um, but they wouldn't give me, uh, pain pills as anti-inflammatories because of kidneys. So they put okay. me on capapentin and it does help, but there's not a day. And I, I just hearing Larry today doesn't sound very good. No, I can uh, always tell when he's got that pain in the back and it's worse yeah 
Oh, it's terrible. God bless them. Um, but I got to see now my um, uh, my doctor, one of the doctors told me, Sylvia, if you start getting uh, like you want to hurt yourself, and if you had bad dreams, I don't want you taking this stuff. Stop taking capapentin. So I don't take the full dose, but that doctor is wonderful. Oh, my gosh. You should he see his credentials. I don't have time to read all his credentials, but he's one of the leading uh, doctors in the country. Oh, it's so wonderful to have somebody really, you know, talk about different things. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I take Lipitor, and when he said that was about the the best one, you know, all those things do. It was great. And uh, when he mentioned Capapentin, which I take, but not a lot because I'm up in age, and he just clarified a lot of things, and it was just, what a wonderful man. And um, I used to get shots in my joint, mm-hmm. but I don't do it anymore, Stu, because it don't work, don't last two or three days. I'm free of pain. It's supposed to last longer I, than that. No, it doesn't with yeah. me. My neck, mm-hmm. I got shots in my neck and my legs. But um, the doctor said to me, you know, I need a knee replacement. But he said, you know, I think that we're just not going to do anything for you at your age because I've got a lot of other things, too. But he said, you know, but the capapentin has been working, and maybe Larry should ask, ask his doctor about that, you know. But I would like him on every other week or something because... Well, he's I willing to do that. I, I talked to his gal, and she said he loved coming on here, so... Oh, that's... What a, I'll be nagging him. a beautiful him. voice. Yeah, I oh know. Oh, gosh. Put him on and radio. Happy Easter, Stu. Happy Easter. I hope you have a, a pleasant Easter. You too, dear. Thank Bye-bye you. now. And find all the eggs. Kids just love the Easter egg hunt, don't they? The grandkids were very mad at me because I hide a... When I hide an egg, I even forget where I hide it. Mandy Patinkin in concert. Cats in the cradle and the soul. The Tony and Emmy Award winner, critics call a musical force of nature. Star of Broadway's Evita, films The Princess Bride in Yentl and the hit TV series Homeland. You know, we'll have a good time then. Mandy Patinkin presents his new concert, Being Alive, as thrilling an evening as can be found anywhere. At the Guard, April 29th. Visit guardarts.org. Sponsored by Thames River Gallery and WSHU. 94.5 and 1310-WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Cut into a good steak tonight. Cut into the first tender bite. This is a night you've been looking forward to. A perfect Easter holiday begins with a delicious hickory smoked Easter ham from Salem Prime Cuts. Bone-in or boneless hickory smoked Easter hams are now available. The hams at Salem Prime Cuts are cured and slowly smoked in their own smokehouse. And they're only available at Salem Prime Cuts. Be sure to try their fresh or smoked Easter kielbasa. Or how about a stuffed crown roast of pork with their famous apple sausage stuffing? They're oven ready. While you're there, pick up one of their award-winning grinders. Just voted best sandwich of the day paper, sandwich and Grinder Madness with house specialties like prime rib, bacon cheeseburger, and corned beef Reuben grinders. Salem Prime Cuts, Route 85, Salem, Four Corners. We'll speak our reputation. Our meats are a cut above the rest. 
that sounds good. A Reuben grinder. Mm-hmm. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. <laughs> One of my uh, studies in New York was also astronomy, and I keep getting news feeds that Saturn's rings are contaminated. My theory is, and I think it's my observation, is that lithium, nuclear, and solar powers have um, caused a problem with our sun going ballistic, which it's been doing. But I think oil and plastics are are a very serious factor in this as well. Um, They've now found geoplastics mixed in with the bottom of the ocean, hardened in with um, ocean bottom substances from fishing nets. Um, So our planet is pretty much gone. It's pretty much bad. Um, UK thinks David Attenborough is God, and he's been right about many, many issues for many years. He's 94 years old now. He's saying we still have a few years to save the Earth. Um, so how do you think we should say, how can we save the Earth? Um, well, I saw one of his videos a couple of times. Uh, my son shared uh, some kind of network with me, and I, I used it twice a couple of years ago. And that's become that's when I became acquainted with David Attenborough's name. Um, but the U.K. is trying to run the United States. Germany's trying to run the United States. China's trying to run the United States. U.K. is doing several things that are causing us to uh, fall under our ground levels and everything. Um, they, have a, they have a couple of global companies that I've become aware of over the last couple of months. Um, they have a global excavation company that's compressing the universe. I think that's one of the reasons why we have these massive derailments throughout our country. Connecticut had four last year. Um, But it's not just them. It's, It's other excavation companies doing it. And now we're into the super, super power road gougers and jackhammers and Everything's just gone hectic and haywire. But they also have a global real estate company with, like, I don't know, a couple thousand people in the U.K. that are buying and selling our real estate with our municipalities without seeing the property. Well, we got a lot of issues to... uh... There's a lot of fraud going on Mm -hmm. with those properties, and I've I've gone to a few towns and, and, you know, addressing it with uh, representatives of the municipalities. So let's let's have a wonderful weekend. Are you going to do anything special for Easter? Um, well... I'm not doing very well, but we, I do have plans with my son and grandchildren. Good. But my son and I are in very, very, very poor health, so it's negligible for me. But he's, he's going to try to pick me up on Sunday and, and bring them to... to That'll be nice to have a get-together and forget about all the other things and have a good time. Well, I don't have um, any help, and, you know, it's, it's been very touch-and-go. I haven't had a pulse. For almost a year, technically. You haven't had a, what did you say, a pulse? Yeah, 
they they gouged out my wrist, and I haven't had a pulse. For you a have long, to have long, a pulse. And, um, Everybody has a pulse when they're alive. Well, yeah, it's it's not working. <laughs> hmm. You know, I I there's a lot of issues. I <clears throat> I've just got a four page grievance on on identity fraud. Um, last month, I had someone wanted to move in here and use my name and identity. I got five packages in the mail from different medical companies on different states last month with my name and address, and it's been reported to all the agencies. But well, I hope you can... Uh, the Attorney General, the U.S. Postal Inspector, and all, and all of that. I think they thought I was going to die, and they wanted my, you know, my residence. But, uh, yeah, but NTU, the utility department has... I can't hear you good. I'm sorry. The phone's not working there good today. But it's a lot more than that because there's been eight compromises of my identity over the past year. Well, put all your troubles aside for the weekend and have a good time, all right? Well, you know, <laughs> that's totally physically impossible to do. It's not... um. Mm-hmm. It's not like I can walk okay or whatever, and a lot of people are going through this. And, you know, I think I just heard the news on your station, and it sounds like there's people out of England doing our news now. You know, it just seems like nothing's the way it used to be. I feel like this isn't New England anymore. And, you know, like I said, I got a four-page letter written to a commissioner yesterday, but it's very difficult to sit up now and, and do things. Okay, well, but I wish you to feel better, and I thank you. you have a good day. Thank you. And, um, thank you. We'll try. Thank care. you. You too. Bye-bye. Easter Bunny Hall of Fame. Easter is Sunday. You knew that. The Easter Bunny Hall of Fame located in Greenville, Texas. Believe it or not, it's famous for its Monica Lewinsky chocolate bunnies. You've got to be kidding me. The hall also has created chocolate likenesses of Avatar characters. Elvis, Michael Jordan, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Easter Bunny Museum. <laughs> You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Can you safely treat a burn by yourself at home? I'll be right back with some things to know about burns. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Superficial and some partial thickness burns are the only types of burns that are appropriate for self-treatment. If you get a minor burn, 
Immerse the area in cool tap water for 10 to 30 minutes. Clean the area with soap and water. If the skin is unbroken, apply a topical anesthetic. If the skin is broken, apply a topical antibiotic. Apply non-inherent dressing and change as needed. All other burns should be evaluated and treated by a doctor, especially chemical or electrical burns. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Well, this is a shocking survey. A survey by eScore reveals that the Easter Bunny is the most lovable holiday character. What about Santa? Easter Bunny has 89 cents approval, 89% approval rating. It's all about the chocolate. Uh, Santa Claus, 87. St. Patrick's Day, Leprechaun, 84. Valentine's Day, Cupid is 71%. Easter Bunny over Santa Claus, kids? Come on. Hmm? Okay. He doesn't care if you've been bad or good. You know, Easter Bunny is just that way, huh? People who have a lot of extra money buy things that uh, you can't imagine. For instance, NBC News says one of Babe Ruth's bats was recently auctioned off for $1.85 million. How do they prove it's his bat? Maybe with DNA. It is the most expensive bat ever sold and beats the old record of $1.68 million. The bat was used during the 1920s. It was Babe Ruth's bat. Nice to have that extra change, huh? Welcome, you're on the air. Hey, I know I called a couple of times. Listen, I want to wish you and your family a happy Easter, Stu. All right, and what are you doing for Easter, Joe? Uh, I'm, tomorrow I'm going to go get... Um, I'm going to I'm going to get my ham cuz Carol in the third uh, door Carol Marrow remember old uh, come on down let's make a deal she said Joe they got good hams on sale for 99 cents so I'm going to get a ham okay but I'm going to do butternut squash I'm going to do some acorn squash a lot of veggies <clears throat> and I'm just going to chill out man and enjoy my Easter uh my Easter Sunday, man. I, in fact, I might even get down. I might take the stroll. I'm going to go down Funky Funky Broadway, and I'm going to uh, go to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Hey, that'd be a good thing to do. It is. And now that's too, because I love uh, Anthony Rosenborg. You know, I wish you'd get him on. Hey, that doc you had on this this morning. Unbelievable, really cool guy, and and and, and the cause. I mean, okay. I hope you keep him on, man. I swear, bro. Okay, we'll do that. I'm gonna keep hey, trying. Can you do me a favor? What would you like? I would love funky, funky Broadway, dirty, stinky, filthy Broadway by Wilson Pickett, man. We gotta kick it up. All right, have a good time with uh, your friends. Hey, listen. Happy Easter Seas, too, Brian. I love you. All right. Thank you. 102-year-old earns college degree. How is this story? 102-year-old Zaneville, Ohio woman, has earned her college degree. Nancy Hodus received an honorary associate's degree of public service from Zane State University. She took classes at her senior living center. God bless her. A lot of interesting stories and things to talk about today, but this portion of our program is an open topic. 
And the number is 860-889-5252. Talk about bad weddings. Believe me, this stuff is real. It's so astonishing that comes in every day. A bride who got drunk ended up with her head in a toilet. Never forget your wedding, huh? The New York Post says a newlywed recently went viral on TikTok after sharing her tipsy wedding story. Mackenzie Grimsley exchanged vows before getting intoxicated on shots during the reception. She soon found herself slumped over the toilet as she attempted to recover. Mackenzie's husband and several wedding guests had to carry her out of the venue because she could hardly walk. It's a good thing she wasn't drunk going down the aisle. Who knows where she would have ended up. Amazing, huh? If I was the groom, I may want to go right away and get an annulment. It is uh, 21 till noon at WICH. Foggy and misty to start this morning. A few showers early, then partial clearing. After a lull, a chance for late afternoon thunderstorms. Warm and breezy today. 68 shoreline, 75 degrees inland. Tonight, a few showers and thunderstorms early, then just cloudy skies. Gradual clearing. The overnight low will be 40. Tomorrow, good Friday, mostly sunny, windy, highs in the low 60s. Saturday, sunny, breezy, highs in the mid-50s. And then Easter Sunday, mostly sunny, highs 58. Shoreline, 61 degrees inland. Looks like a nice weekend. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. Can't get much better than that for a uh, Easter weekend, huh? Perfect for this time of year. Looks like our Red Sox are not doing very well at the moment. Um, Hopefully they'll pick things up. Yankees, pretty good for you Yankee fans. I'm sure you're a little excited. Uh, They're playing uh, pretty good ball. How about some Moner plugs? Here are some of the things that uh, make people moan. (laughs) But it was sent to me and I thought, hey, let me throw some of these out. When I told my contractor I didn't want carpeted steps, he gave me a blank stare. Bono and The Edge walk into a Dublin bar, and the bartender says, Oh no, not you two again. Sometimes you have to wait a while, see if you get these things, and throw them out. You're on the air. Welcome. Look at Tampa Bay, 6-0. Cora needs to be flying immediately. Boy, Tampa Bay's always in it, aren't they? It's amazing. Larry is not happy with the manager of the Boston Red Sox. Prison is just one word to you, but for some people, it's a whole sentence. These are some of the worst puns ever. But if you start to laugh, that's okay. I'm trying to organize a hide-and-seek tournament, but good players are rarely hard to find. I got over my addiction to chocolate, marshmallows, and nuts. I won't lie, it was a rocky road. I wonder which one is the worst here. What do you say to comfort a friend who's struggling with grandma? There, there, there. Sorry I brought that one up. I went to the toy store and asked the assistant where the Schwarzenegger dolls are, and he replied, I'll be back. 
And what did the surgeon say to the patient who insisted on closing up her own incision? Suit yourself. One more, folks, because I don't want to ruin your whole day here. I've started telling everyone about the benefits of eating dried grapes. It's all about raising awareness. Okay. Aren't you glad I got that over with? Right now, it is up to 60 degrees. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson with a message about community banking. If you're a business owner, have you considered banking locally? By doing so, you'll get the benefits of working with lenders who understand your market because they live and work in the same community you do. And because of this, decision-making can be done quickly and efficiently, making it easier for your business to get to work. By working together, communities can thrive. We're glad to do our part. Dime Bank Community Banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Whatever on your mind is okay. We can chat about that. A proposal would save St. Bernard. Condition of the sale by diocese would require a buyer to lease the property to school for 10 years. I haven't heard much about St. Bernard's recently. Newly filed documents in the U.S. Bankruptcy Court reveal that any entity that wishes to purchase the St. Bernard School property would be required to keep the school for 10 years. On Tuesday, head of school Don Macrino sent a letter to the school community saying the school would continue to operate and he would provide more details when he is able to do so. He said, I'm extremely pleased to report that all conditions of the sale are now favorable, including a long-term lease, Macrino wrote. This means the present and future operations of the school will be uninterrupted under new ownership. The Roman Catholic Diocese of Norwich unveiled in January its plan to sell the school and the 113 acres of land it sits on to help fund its proposed bankruptcy plan, which calls for approximately $29 million to be distributed to as many as 142 people who allege they have been sexually assaulted by priests and other diocese employees. When I still say those things, it's incomprehensible that that happened. It's just horrible. 67-year-old Catholic school at 1593 Norwich, known the Turnpike in Uncasville section of town, serves 400 students from across the area. 400 students. I thought it was more than that. Hmm? So that's the latest on that. And uh, we'll see what develops. Maybe they'll get that 10-year contract. Welcome to the program. Hi, I'm looking for uh, Rolling Stone magazines, especially 1979 with Pat Benatar on the front. My phone number is 860-823-8682. Thank you. Yes, sir. So we are uh, open for some swap and sell calls. So if you are looking for something or you want to sell something or you're missing some eggs, uh, you can call us and swap and sell or anything else at 889-5252. Are you having an Easter egg uh, hunt at your house? Kids absolutely love that, don't they? They just love looking for the eggs. I think they have that on the White House lawn, if I'm not mistaken, the Easter egg hunt. And, you know... You want to make sure everybody gets an egg, right? Because the little kids, there. Hey, Norwich School Food Pantry is opening with $5,000 gift. Stop and shop donation helps fill pantry shelves. 
which is kind of a nice thing. When Norwich Public School eliminates, uh, eliminated its school uniform policy last fall, Waquanic School staff in Taffville found a much-needed use for the former spare uniform closet. The shelves in the mall and the small closet outside the main office are now neatly packed with canned goods. Fruit cups, boxed pasta, cereal, fruit juice, and powdered milk. Household cleaning items line the top shelves in the new permanent food pantry in the Taffville Village School opened about two months ago. And on Wednesday, Stop and Shop supermarkets officials and school leaders held a grand opening celebration with Stop and Shop's donation of five grand in gift cards to the school to help stock the food pantry. Principal Zachary Mayer said the school created a permanent food pantry after the United Way mobile food van moved to Three Rivers Community College across town. Meyer said that so far, 20 Waquanic families have signed up for the food pantry, which is open to all school families once a month without income qualification. Families fill out grocery lists online and schedule pickup. The food pantry will remain open this summer. Some good news for you. Hi, welcome to the Hi, program. Sir. Hi there. Hey, how you doing? Hey, doing okay, Wonder Man. How's the family? Hey, hanging in there. Um, I don't have much time on my phone. I have a lot of text time, though. Um, Not much time with your phone? Yeah. I was thinking for the last two weeks, and I saved it up for one minute here. <laughs> sure. Is why, why is it when you drop something in the house, the thing you drop, whether it's a kernel of corn or whatever it is, a crumb, why does it always bounce and go under something so it's hard to pick up? Well, it's easy if it's a marble, but, um, yeah, it has a tendency to want to hide itself because it's, you know, embarrassed for dropping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the question. That's the question of my week because I saved up this one minute. So, Is that all you have on the phone, really? Does it cost you that yeah, much? Yeah, not many minutes, so I save it for emergency, <clears throat> but there's a lot of text. So um, oh, okay. I don't know if you have text. I don't know how to do text to an email, so I'm I don't not really think a I text do guy. Yeah, but uh, all but right, I was really going to ask you what you're doing for Easter, but I guess you don't have time, right? <clears throat> I'm sorry. I was going to ask you what you guys are doing for Easter. Oh, I'm um, having a restaurant meal. Easter restaurant meal will be good. Okay, <laughs> going to do that. How about you? <clears throat> yeah, we're getting together with the family, which is always nice. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, and they have a brand new, you you must have seen that new uh, Cadbury egg commercial. Oh, yeah, Cadbury eggs. Mm -hmm. It used to be just a rabbit um, going puck, 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 but now it's all different animals. It's kind of, kind of interesting. Well, equal time. We like equal time for all the animals. Yeah. Anyway, hope you're doing good, Stu. You too. Have Want a good one. In. Thank you. I wish he had more minutes on his phone. Hmm? I know things are expensive, huh? How much money people have in their bank accounts? According to a new survey by Go Banking Rates. No, well, this is what they came up with. $500 or less, 26% of young people G Gen Z, 24% of older Gen Z young millennials, $100 or less, 34% of young Gen Z, whatever that is, 40% of older Gen Z young millennials. $500 or less. Guess we got to do better than that, huh? A new survey by Baby Magic reveals that the average parent compromises with their child four times a week. 
Do you compromise with your kids? Fathers, 45% say are better than mothers, 42% of controlling kitty temper tantrums. They notice kids have more tantrums when they think they can get away with things. But sometimes they wear out the parents so much they give up. You know what I'm talking about. You've seen it in supermarkets. Things parents say they have mastered when it comes to their child. Bath time, 61%, followed by bedtime routines, 59%, morning routines, 58%, and snuggling and bonding time, 58%. Two things when you were a kid. Remember, they never wanted to take a bath, and they never wanted to go to bed. Of course, many times they would fall in slow asleep watching the television. And my dad would have to carry me into the bed, which was tough because I was 20 years old at the time. But bath, baths were fun. I don't know we put up such a fuss with a bath. Hmm? Ten most annoying types of household messes, according to a new survey. <laughs> Number ten, old cups left to go moldy. Gross. Nine socks left here, there, and everywhere. Most annoying types of household messes. Eight empty crisp packets lying around. Any of those in your house? Seven worn clothes left in the bathroom. Number six drinking glasses left in the living room for the night before. From the night before. Number five used breakfast bowls left lying around. Next, used tissues not chucked away. Number three, wet towels left lying around. Number two, dirty plates stacked up. Most annoying types of household messes. Number one, piles of random items left sitting around. So if you have some of those in your category, maybe today's the day to clean up a little bit. Hmm? Did you ever leave stuff out and you say, well, I'll do it in the morning. Then you wake up the next day and, oh, man, I wish I put this mess away. I guess we've all done that, huh? And on this day in 1980, post-it notes go on the market. Hmm. They weren't around there till then, post-it notes. And on this date in 1827, which was a little while back, John Walker, an English chemist, invents Wooden matches. Wouldn't he really struck it rich on that one? <laughs> oh. <clears throat> on this date in 1891, B.T. Barnum co-founded Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. On this date in 1940, Booker T. Washington becomes the first African American to appear on a U.S. postage stamp. And in 1947, Henry Ford died at the age of 83. Huh. Money can't give you uh, everything, right? So there's the deal. Let's take you to, uh, let's get to the phones and we'll take you to the news. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu. Good, good morning. I'm calling to uh, a couple things. I, <laughs> sure. I just heard or read somewhere the other day that the Ford Motor Company is going to produce cars without the AM radio. 
Oh, that seems like a nightmare I've had. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So maybe maybe your your team there was ahead of the curve by going FM as well. Yes, ladies um, and gentlemen, we're on FM as well, so don't worry about it. Ninety four point five FM. <laughs> there you go. But there I wish go. they wouldn't but do I that. I think that's a mistake on their part, of but they're course. making a lot of other mistakes, so yeah. might as well just get used to it. Yeah, leave, um, leave AM alone, huh? I think so. Yeah, I like AM. I, I, I like uh, I like the fact that there's a variety, different variety. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what happened there down in uh, down in Houston that uh, caused the governor to get upset uh, with uh, made some comment that seemed to uh, uh, infuriate uh, some people. Uh, the- he made a comment about. The, the city of Houston was, I'm not sure what the word was that he used, was, um, I, I don't know, but he, he made he made a comment, a negative comment about the city of Houston being, you know, maybe it was trashy or something to that effect. Well, I'm, so, uh, I'm not familiar with it. What happened to the governor? I thought he was, uh, I thought he had, was kind of a, <clears throat> well, people, people say that he's, uh, you know, maybe a, maybe a calm guy, but was something. Do you think something was taken out of context, or he just said a really weird thing? Hmm? Well, he did say it. I uh, mm-hmm. it, he, he was down there for the final four. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and uh, you know, I uh, I anyway. That's that's just a who cares type of thing. Uh, just got back from uh, Fairfax, Virginia. Oh, welcome home. Mm, I was there for three days visiting family, mm-hmm. visiting friends, wife and I. Um, have you ever been there? In the Fairfax? Fairfax, County? Virginia? No, I have not. Nope. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's the bedroom community for uh, Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, big, 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 big. To do over there, lots of, and when you go there, you can kind of see why uh, who's ever in power uh, in Washington does not want to relinquish power uh, and upset their their high high life, if you will. Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody is nobody is really going hungry in that county. I can tell you that. Um, a lot of over a lot of over. Uh, uh, just mammoth areas of, uh, you know, it's it's a Greenwich, Connecticut. Okay, I get it. Many no, times it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it just reeks with with uh, that kind of attitude and that kind of you know, not attitude. I shouldn't say that. Do you but go, that wealth. Do you go there often? Yeah. Do you have uh, friends down there? Or? Uh, we, uh, they moved from New York State down there about five years ago. So this is our second time down in that area. Um, it's a sterile. It's 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 so sterile, in my opinion. Uh, it didn't have a uh, what would be the word. Uh, it really didn't have a character. The character was sterile. I guess is the way to say it. Well, that's my, very interesting. I, I wish I had more time to talk to you about it, but I got a news break. But I thank you for uh, checking in today. Well, you have yourself. Uh, I hope you find that golden egg. <laughs> All right, I will. I'll All try. Right, my friend. Thank you. You too. I hope you all find a golden egg. Gold is up right now, so now's the time to find one. You're on the air. Welcome. Well, I guess you're not. So um, we only have a minute. 
An interesting guy. I'm glad he checked in with us today. Always good to have your viewpoints and opinions. This is the program you don't have to agree with me. All opinions are welcome on this program, including mine. So never hesitate to call in at 860-889-5252. Or you can email me at stu, S-T-U, at wich.com. Now that's an easy email, huh? Stu at wich.com. I have hundreds of questions that were sent in. These are just thought-provoking. Would you rather sing everything you say or dance every time you walk? Would you rather lose a finger or have a headache every day for the rest of your life? Would you rather always get stuck in traffic or always have a terribly slow Internet connection? These things can give you a headache. Would you rather never use the Internet again or never fly on an airplane again? Would you rather have all of your Google searches or all of the photos on your phone made public? (laughs) I'll leave you with that. Lunchtime Oldies Falls, the news, WICH AM 1310 and 94.5 FM, U233DB in Norway. Currently 60 degrees. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Good news for the Golden State. Most of California's drought has ended thanks to a dozen atmospheric rivers since last year. Shelley Adler has that report. Residents may not have enjoyed week after week of stormy weather, but it was good news for Carla Namath. She's the director of California's Department of Water Resources. California went from the three driest years on record to the three wettest weeks on record. But full reservoirs does not mean the end to water conservation. Given weather whiplash, we know the return of dry conditions and the intensity of the dry conditions that are likely to return means we have to be using water more efficiently. I'm Shelley Adler. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is on the move. DeSantis attending a county GOP event in the northern Michigan community of Midland. He'll then speak at Hillsdale College. Also at townhall.com on the international front, China leader Xi Jinping has called for peace talks over Ukraine. That's after France President Macron urged him to, quote, bring Russia to its senses. At a joint news briefing in Beijing, China's Xi Jinping said, resume peace talks as soon as possible in accordance with the purposes and principles of the UN Charter, take into account the legitimate security concerns of all parties. Xi, however, gave France's President Emmanuel Macron no assurances that he would use his close diplomatic relationship with Russia's President Vladimir Putin as leverage to push for peace. Beijing sees Moscow as a strategic partner in the face of U.S. domination in global affairs. I'm Karen Chavas. And on Wall Street, stocks are mixed now. The Dow is down 38 points, but the Nasdaq ahead 56. More at townhall.com. Executions 11 p.m. But he's trying to convince us he's gone insane. Therefore, incapable of being executed. On April 14th. Edward? I'm part of Edward. I'm a demon. In the vein of C.S. Lewis's screwtape letters. I think it's time we tell you what it is that we'd like you to do. Comes Nefarious. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. In theaters April 14th. <laughs> 
My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. As lawmakers debate whether to ban TikTok nationwide, its Chinese parent company has quietly introduced a new app that's already getting some traction. The app, called Lemonade, is a photo-based app that could be described as a mixture of Instagram and Pinterest with sprinkles of videos that resemble those posted on TikTok. It launched in Asian markets in 2020 and has already made headway in countries like Thailand and Japan. The app was introduced in the U.S. in February with little fanfare, but media attention and promotion by some TikTok influencers has already attracted user interest. Correspondent Jeremy House with that report. The app analytics company Data.ai says as of this Sunday, Lemonade had 290,000 downloads in the U.S., the vast majority of which happened in late March. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. A group of Nepalese security guards who worked at the British Embassy in Kabul have been told their threatened removal from the UK has been paused. The men are a group of 13 former Gurkha soldiers in the Nepalese military. Some of the men had been given indefinite leave to remain in the UK, but after an early morning raid last week, they were detained and told they would be returned to Nepal or India. When journalists began looking into the case, the Home Office denied anyone with indefinite leave to remain would be removed from the UK. Now the government has said the men's cases will be reviewed and their removal has been paused. BBC correspondent Colin May. Protesters have disrupted vehicle traffic at Paris's main airport and marched again in other French cities. President Macron's drive to raise the national retirement age from 62 to 64 has ignited a months-long firestorm of public anger. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH. Oh! 
That's a lot of pressure. Welcome to our lunchtime oldie break. That's Laurie London, a young man from England who had that special hit. We got an interesting mix for you today. Let's go for a drive. Here's Eddie Rabbit. Yeah, a little rabbit for Easter. Mr. Rabbits, I taught her how to drive, and now she's driving out of my heart. Driving my life away. Remember that, Eddie Rabbit? Slow down. Ten minutes after noon, we are at 60 degrees, which is comfortable. Let's have a party. What do you say? I'll bring the ice cubes, you bring the Coca-Cola, and Sammy Cook. We're having a party. Listen to the music played by the DJ on the radio. The cokes are in the ice box, popcorns on the table. Me and my baby. 
parties were so innocent in those days, huh? And uh, Sammy Crook actually died when he was 33 years old. How sad that was, huh? Tragic day. What a songwriter, what a performer, what a singer. Mr. Sammy Crook on our lunchtime oldie break. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Southeastern Connecticut, are you ready for a deal? A real deal? If so, it's time to take a ride to Falvey's Motors, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram during the Jeep Celebration Event and Ram Truck Month. The month of April will be a month to remember. Find your new car or truck while trade-in values continue to be at an all-time high. Stop into Falvey's. We'll find your trade-in value money that can be used towards your new vehicle. Are you looking to purchase a new Ram or a new Jeep Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, second or third row, Renegade or Compass? We're confident we can help you find the vehicle of your dreams with a stress-free car buying experience. We continue to have ground stock inventory arriving daily. Get to Falvey's located on Route 32 in Norwich right down the street from Mohegan Sun or visit us online 24-7 at falvey's.com. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from or we could build a custom order together meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. So ladies really don't like guys who are pushovers, do you, right? You know, a little backbone and uh, guys that you can manipulate and you think, well, come on. Here's a song about getting their guy a little tougher. Susie Thompson, Paper Tiger. Quit beating your chest and acting like you're going to bite a big hole out of me. And testing cause this ain't at all impressing to me Paper Tiger Paper Tiger You Paper Tigers are all alive 
That's a cute little song by uh, a gal out a few hits, Miss Susie Thompson, on Stu's lunchtime break at WICH. Every day we take this break, mixing them up a little bit different. Well, Elvis was so popular, very rarely did he have to beg for a date, but here's a song about it. I don't want my heart to be broken, but it's the only one I've got. So, Lord, please be careful, you know I care a lot. Lord, please don't break my heart, I'll beg of you. I don't want no tears to fall, and you know I hate to cry. But that's what I'm bound to happen if you ever say goodbye. Don't please don't say goodbye, I beg of you. I'm in love with you So please don't take advantage Cause you know my love is true But darling, please, please love me too I beg of you So please don't take advantage Cause you know my love is true But darling, please, please love me too I beg of you But darling, please, please love me too I beg of you But darling, please, please love me too I beg of you Early Elvis on WICH And uh, let's... Uh, 
Get a little chapel music, you know, as we head toward the Easter weekend. Going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. Going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. Hits of 1964 Chapel of Love on Stu's lunchtime break. A lot of folks getting together and uh, maybe taking out the photo album this Easter weekend coming up. Let's take a peek with the Kingston Trio. Little one 
Dirndls and petticoats, where have you gone? Turn around and you're tiny, turn around and you're grown. Turn around and you're a young wife with babes of your own. Turn around, turn around, turn around, and you're a young wife with babes of your own. Final by the Kingston Trio. Turn around, not to get confused with a roundabout there. They had a great sound, didn't they? The Kingston Trio. Are you ready to get on the train? Maybe you're doing some visiting. Oh, here it comes now. Yonder coming, coming down that railroad track. Hey, look yonder coming, coming down that railroad track. It's the Orange Blossom Special, bringing my baby back. Say 
Hey man, when you going back to Florida? When I going back to Florida, I don't know. I don't reckon I ever will. Ain't you worried about getting your nourishment in New York? Oh, I don't care if I do die, do die, do die, do die, do die. Hey, talk about a rambling. She's the fastest train on the line. Talk about a trap. She's the fastest train on the line. It's that orange blossom special rolling down the seaboard line. Tony Cash loves the trains, and that's his Orange Blossom special. Sometimes it's okay to be still the same. You don't have to always change. You know? Gonna have the hairdo for a couple of weeks anyway, or something special for Easter. I know that. Okay. Seeger had some great hits. 
are still the same. But sometimes the same old songs are still great to hear now, aren't they? Here's the same old song with the four tops. One of Motown's best, huh? The Four Tops, Stu's Lunchtime Oldie Break at WICH at 59 degrees. Here's a lady's choice. Did you ever go to a dance in high school at the gym? Lady's choice, choice and you would just sit there waiting. Is she walking my way? Oh, she's just going to get some gum. Hmm. Here are the flamingos. Only a vice for you. My love must be a kind of blind love I can't see anyone but you Are the stars out tonight? 
I don't know if it's cloudy or bright. But I can't see a thing in the sky. Coming up on our lunchtime oldie break, we're going to find something deep into the vault. Maybe a song that we've all never heard before. But we'll see if we give it a 10 or a 9 or maybe a 0. Coming up. Stick around. It's called Ain't Gonna Wash for a Week. No, it's not a dirty song. April is Child Abuse Prevention Month, and Bikers Against Child Abuse acknowledges that America is facing difficult times, stressful times, and wants to remind everyone that BACA is here, willing and able to provide support for wounded children. If you know of a child that would benefit from our intervention, please call 1-866-71-ABUSE or visit our website at BACAWorld.org. And remember to be safe and to be kind. Hi everyone, Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. Happy spring to you all. We have our Easter plants ready, spring blooming tulips, daffodils, and hyacinths. And oh, they smell so good. We have our traditional Easter lilies and gorgeous hydrangeas too. Hart's grown pansies are super hardy and can be planted now. We also have vegetable plants ready for your garden. Hearts has blooming shrubs, trees, fruiting bushes, and perennials available, and they're ready to beautify your yard year after year. Our friendly Hearts staff is on hand to help with all your gardening needs. We are fully stocked with soils, mulches, fertilizers, seeds, and more. 
Also, we have houseplants, succulents, and cacti. Check out our website at heartsgreenhouse.com or our Facebook page for all the details. Stop by one of our convenient locations today. We're on Route 6 in Brooklyn, Route 14 in Canterbury, Clinton Avenue in Norwich, and Route 2A in Preston. We're open seven days a week. Jesus taught his disciples that their lives would continue after their physical death. What a sobering thought that these short few decades of life are not all there is. It's all headed to something greater to eternity. Hi, my name is David Roseland, and I serve as pastor teacher of Preston City Bible Church. We believe that the resurrection of Christ authenticates all that he said. One statement he made was particularly sobering. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me in John 14, 6. That exclusive claim demarcates a clear, inescapable distinction, and only one man has ever been raised to eternal life in a resurrection body. Christians celebrate the resurrection all the time. It's why we meet on Sundays. This Friday is Good Friday, the day we commemorate the work of Christ on the cross. We're having a concert and hymn sing this Friday at 6.30, and our Resurrection Sunday services are at 9 o'clock and 10.45. Join us live at 293 Route 164 in Preston or online at PrestonCityBible.org. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Yes, I opened the door to the creaky WICH vinyl vault, trying to find a record that I've never heard before, and maybe you've never heard before, but for some reason, through the years, that record was put into the vault. I figured it must have some merit. Let's find out. It's called I Ain't Gonna Wash Anymore by Eddie Hodges. He ain't gonna wash. He ain't gonna wash for a week. spot.
Anthony Hodges, found in the vault. Should I put it back? Should I keep it around? Oh, I'll have to think about that one. In the meantime, just around the time rock and roll was coming in, Chuck Berry and Elvis, K-Star had a song about rock and roll. Is it integrated with a waltz? Check it out. One night I was late Came home from a date Slipped out of my shoes At the door Then from the front room I heard a jump tune I looked in And here's what I saw There in the night Was a wonderful scene Mom was dancing with Dad To my record machine And while they danced Only one thing was wrong They were trying to waltz To a rock and roll song One, two, and then rock One, two, and then roll They did the rock and roll waltz Rock, two, three, roll, two, three It looks so cute to me I love the rock and roll waltz One, two, and then rock One, two, and then roll One, two, and then jump It's good for your soul It's old, but it's new Let's do the rock and roll waltz Wonderful scene. Mom was dancing with Dad to my record machine. And while they danced, only one thing was wrong. They were trying to waltz to a rock and roll song. One, two, and was great, wasn't she, K-Star and the Rock and Roll Walls? And who would have dreamt that rock and roll was going to stay forever? It's never going to last. Bring back Benny Goodman and... Uh, well, it's had a good lifespan, I'll tell you that much. Rock and roll will always be, I dig it to the 
disc jockey that came with the uh, title of rock and roll and ever since he started it that's what we call it I do that every morning I roll out of bed get on the rocking chair hey our WICH weather partly clearing temperatures today around 60 and tonight a few showers and uh, thunderstorms early gradual clearing 43 now good Friday sunny 62 Saturday Sunny, 56, and Easter Sunday, mostly sunny, high near 60. A perfect day for the Easter egg hunt. You know, many of those have gotten rained out. Right now it's 59. This is a public notice from the Tasmanian tree devil. As you escape your caves and enjoy the change from winter to spring, look around at your trees. Identify dead and damaged trees from insects and mother nature. Plan your new projects. Why hire Tasmanian tree devil? Edwin Adams holds a Connecticut arborist license required to legally trim trees in Connecticut. What? No arborist license? You're not trimming my trees. At Tasmanian tree devil, our employees are provided benefits. Tasmanian tree devil is known for state-of-the-art equipment, including Dinosaur, Nifty Lift with lawn-friendly tires, and the Tree Pusher. Tasmanian Tree Devil provides proof of insurance during your free quote, consisting of liability and workers' comp, so you are not possibly sued over someone else's mishap. Tasmanian Tree Devil is offering, during these difficult times, their 50-50-12 payment plan, which is interest-free. Ask about our variety of discount. Tasmanian Tree Devil. We show up when we say we will, and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? By the way, watch for the quote mobile. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Time for a one-hit wonder. This is a gal by the name of Anita Ward. Very sweet voice. It's called Ring My Bell. Oh, ring my bell.
weekend for lots of folks, Easter and Passover, and I hope it's a nice time for all of you, no matter what you're up to. I guess ham is still the big meal, turkey for Thanksgiving, ham for Easter, with some variations. Here's a song, spiritual song, by the Edwin Hawkins Singers. See if you remember this one. Oh, 
Enjoyed our lunchtime oldies today. Anything goes next hour. Keith C. Rice will be joining you tomorrow morning at 10. Don't forget our podcast. Go to WICH.com. Hello, this is Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 in Norwich. And we're on FM 2 now, 94.5. W233DB on your FM dial. Hey, it's 1 o'clock. Let's see what's happening. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits fell this past week. The Labor Department says jobless claims in the U.S. for the week ending April 1st fell by 18,000 to 228,000 from the previous week. The figures show the labor market continues to hold up in the face of the Federal Reserve's aggressive campaign to cool the economy and bring down inflation. The Labor Department says it revised the factors for its seasonal adjustments, which can cause big swings in the numbers. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting. 
Also at townhall.com, spring is here, and with it, severe storm systems are dogging the U.S. More from Jennifer King. Three massive storm systems in the last two weeks have killed at least 65 people in the United States. What's the deal with all the tornadoes and heavy weather? Experts say dry air from the west going up over the Rockies and crashing into warm, moist air from the Gulf of Mexico are what make the U.S. so prone to tornadoes and other severe storms. Bill Bunting with the National Weather Service Storm Prediction Center says this year's early spate of Midwest tornadoes continues a trend seen over the past few years. Bunting says we're entering that time of year where the potential for severe weather increases and much more of the U.S. becomes at risk. I'm Jennifer King. And some southern areas could see more severe weather today. Militants firing a barrage of rockets from Lebanon at Israel, forcing people across Israel's northern frontier into bomb shelters, wounding at least one person and ratcheting up regional tensions as Israelis celebrate Passover. The rockets from Israel's northern border, where there are regular tensions between the Israeli military and Hezbollah, an Iran-backed Shiite militant group that wields power in much of southern Lebanon. And Wall Street, stocks are waffling and are now mixed. The Dow is down five points. The Nasdaq up 48. More at townhall.com. Hi, this is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and best-selling author on safety and preparedness. The fact is, things are getting downright scary for everyone who's storing their wealth in the banks. We just saw the collapse of three major banks, and I would urge you to consider protecting your wealth ASAP. If even a tiny percentage of Americans attempt to withdraw their savings, we would see a collapse of the entire banking system, sending us into a modern-day Great Depression. Fortunately, there is a way for you to avoid this. It starts with contacting Advantage Gold. If you have an IRA or 401k, Advantage Gold can help convert those paper assets into physical gold and silver. This is the process that I recommend everybody use as a hedge against rapid inflation and to protect your retirement wealth from the banks. Take control of your financial safety today. Call 800-900-8000 to get your free gold investment kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. French President Macron has urged his Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping to use his influence to stop Russia's war in Ukraine. First came the easy bit. China's leader Xi Jinping smiled and shook hands with his guest Mr. Macron in a welcome ceremony in front of the Great Hall of the People in Beijing. The two leaders then got down to the more difficult part of the French president's visit, their meeting. In his opening remarks, Mr. Macron urged the Chinese leader to use his influence in Moscow to stop the war in Ukraine. Mr. Xi said that France and China had the ability to overcome their differences, but that is easier said than done. BBC correspondent Michael Bristow, doctors for a and former Premier Silvio Berlusconi say he's being treated in a hospital for a lung infection, the result of chronic leukemia. Berlusconi was alert and in stable condition. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. A federal appeals panel has affirmed 2.5 million in penalties against Appalachian coal mines owned by West Virginia Governor Jim Justice. It's over claims they violated a settlement meant to prevent pollution. The decree resolved allegations of Clean Water Act violations for justice-owned mines in Alabama, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. One state is thinking about mandating mental health help. Massachusetts lawmakers are considering a bill that would give judges the authority to order adults with severe mental illness into mandatory outpatient care after being released from a health care facility. 
The Bay State, along with Connecticut and Maryland, are the only states that don't give courts that authority. The court would be allowed to order a personalized treatment plan, including a monthly assessment, to see if the person should remain in treatment. But opponents say forcing anyone into mental health care against their will strips them of their sense of control. Rhonda Rockster reporting. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Belts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Thought he went away there. Hi. Thanks for staying with us here at WICH2. I used to listen to him when I was a kid. A little bit of everything this hour. That's why we call it the Anything Goes Hour. So we get towards a holiday weekend. Some of the news you may have missed. A man bought 20 lottery tickets and won 20 times. <laughs> what are the odds on that one? Unbelievable, huh? It's true. It's in the book. It's absolutely true. United Press International says Furco Hypa of Virginia recently bought 20 identical tickets for a pick four lottery. His numbers won him a total of 100 grand. Fiku says that he had a strong feeling the numbers would come in when he bought the tickets. There you go. Pretty amazing, huh? Nothing like having a little hunch there. Tinder is still testing 5,000 a year service. The U.S. Times Post says Tinder is continuing to test their new $500 subscription service, Tinder Vault. Users who pay $500 a month or 5000 a year with a discount will get a special status and priority pass. Tinder has yet to say what either of those involves. The pass could involve being prioritized in other feeds. I'm a little lost on Tinder. And a man who is an anti-aging Mongol <laughs> touts 20,000 sit-up machine. How if I could just do three? The New York Post says 45-year-old anti-aging mongol Brian Johnson is continuing his quest to maintain the body of an 18-year-old. The millionaire is now touting a device that he claims allows him to do the equivalent of 20,000 sit-ups in just 30 minutes. He recently Instagrammed a video about the device and said, what it feels like is it's pulling your entire stomach out it's ripping it out. I thought I would be terribly sore after doing this, but actually I'm not. I will say that my midsection has never been stronger in my entire life, and it has essentially changed how I feel. Byron spends $2 million per year on biohacks that keep him looking young. He says, what I do may sound extreme, but I'm trying to prove that self-harm and decay are not inevitable. Wonder how much that machine costs, huh? Yeah. Tell me the price. I won't do a sit-up. I'll tell him to shut up. Easter alligator is found in Texas. Was he hiding eggs? United Press International says Plano, Texas Animal Control recently received a call about an alligator on the George Bush Turnpike. The animal control officers rushed to the scene. Someone played a prank and put a plastic gator on the side of the road. Animal Control took the gator back to their shelter where they placed bunny ears on it for Easter. 
Well, they were pretty good sports about it, huh? So those are some of the stories we missed on that 1 o'clock news. H-A-M and F-M, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Cut into a good steak tonight. Cut into the first tender bite. This is a night you've been looking forward to. A perfect Easter holiday begins with a delicious hickory smoked Easter ham from Salem Prime Cuts. Bone-in or boneless hickory smoked Easter hams are now available. The hams at Salem Prime Cuts are cured and slowly smoked in their own smokehouse. And they're only available at Salem Prime Cuts. Be sure to try their fresh or smoked Easter kielbasa. Or how about a stuffed crown roast of pork with their famous apple sausage stuffing? They're oven ready. While you're there, pick up one of their award-winning grinders. Just voted best sandwich in the day paper, sandwich and Grinder Madness with house specialties like prime rib, bacon cheeseburger, and corned beef Reuben grinders. Salem Prime Cuts, Route 85, Salem, Four Corners. Hey, it's just warmed up to 64 degrees. We'll take that. Welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. Hello, Susie. What's up? Well, you know, in um, USA Today in the 50 states, here's one for everybody that loves Dairy Queen. In uh, Arizona, somebody had stolen this big 15-foot red spoon from a Dairy Queen. Now, I don't know if all Dairy Queens have that, but in Arizona, apparently there was Mm. one. And somebody found it two miles away in a lane in a, in a baseball field. So it shows a picture, a small picture, of a policeman putting this gigantic red spoon on top of his car, tying it down so he could take it back to the Dairy Queen. But I just thought that was, that that was kind a of interesting. Bit of trivia. What, what, so what size was the spoon? It said it was 15 foot. A red Dairy Queen, it said Dairy Queen, so I I don't know if they all have them or not. I wonder what news person got the scoop on that one. Hey, yeah, Mm -hmm. hey. Hey, you know, um, besides the traditional Easter stuff going on, you know what I'm going to be reading this weekend on and off? Everything. When it gets a little dull? Mm -hmm. A 1968 May issue of Newsweek. And guess who's on the cover? Robert Kennedy. Our, yep. And it's really? a full-page, uh, oh, pretty color shot of him with crowds all around him. He's standing on top of the hood of a car, and he's trying to shake hands at everybody. Wow. And I'm thinking to myself, it, oh, well, I flipped through it. And, you know, things just do not change since 1968 to now. You, you, you just changed the name of the war, changed the name of the uh, politician, but everything is the same. The only thing I did pick up when I was flipping through it is that he was the top runner in in uh, May of 68 because they were doing a, a whole poll and everything. And I was thinking to myself, I guess it's his son 
who just signed up to uh, run officially? Yeah, he got in the primary. His son, of course, was controversial because he didn't believe in the COVID vaccine, but we'll have another Kennedy getting into the mix. Well, you know, I say <clears throat> good for him. I, I, I just think that it's just so cool. And I'll tell you, if I had, if I ever saw him and he was in front of me, and I, I would give that magazine to him, but, uh, you know, maybe his family has all the whatever. But my husband, he'll go up in the attic and he'll bring something down that pertains to what is going on. And I can remember when, because, yeah, it would, well, he only would have two more months to live. No, May, yeah, because mm-hmm. he got shot in July. Oh, the other thing I did notice in there, because it showed a picture of a racehorse that looked pretty bad laying in a stall from the Kentucky Derby. And once again, yeah, drugging going on, right? And the horse was disqualified. In the little snippet that I saw, the guy was claiming that the Ku Klux Klan came in at night and gave something to his horse. Now ask me why. The Ku Klux Klan came and gave something into his horse? Yep, in Kentucky. At, back in 68. Mm. Ask me why he did that, why he thinks that. Well, something to do with prejudice, I imagine. Well, what had happened is he had given Martin Luther King's wife, now I think Martin Luther King's anniversary of the shooting, it might have been this week, and so this is really weird. So I'm looking in there, and I'm reading it, and he said, the Ku Klux Klan could have come in here anywhere at night and given my horse something because I gave Mrs. Martin Luther King $62,000 from prior winnings. So I guess the Ku Klux Klan was up and running, and they actually called that, is it Senator Byrd, Robert Byrd? Mm-hmm. They called him Ku Klux Klan something or other. Yeah, he has and, some history with the Klan, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I am really going to read this, because, you know, back in the day, I'm like, you know, this is bringing back bad memories, because I remember in 68... I remember when, you know, Bobby Kennedy was assassinated, and yeah, my mother made me sit and watch the whole thing on TV, the funeral and everything. And I remember he walked in the procession with, the, you know, Mrs. Uh, King behind the Martin Luther King thing. He, Bobby Kennedy was on the ground. He walked with that crowd. And I'm like, I bet. I just wonder. Was it actually that? that got him killed because he did not mind. He was not prejudiced, in other words. Bobby Kennedy, I was a big fan of Bobby. I was devastated when he was killed, and I thought he would have made a good president. Yeah, me too, because I remember in my weekly readers back in the day, I remember getting a book that said, Who Killed Bobby Kennedy? It's probably still up in the attic. Well, we always do that. You know, Sirhan Sirhan was the the killer, and uh, he was the only one there. And But it, it just brings back really bad memories. And then you think, you know what? Um, oh, Johnson, you know, the Smothers Brothers were still on, and then they got booted 
by, I think, January, um, maybe it, 1969 was coming and they got booted off. Mm-hmm. And it was because LBJ was watching them and you got cancel culture going on. If they don't like it, just like on Twitter or Facebook, you're out of here. Okay, and, let me, let me uh, ask you this question. Um, if I was to go up into your attic, what would I see, Susan? Well, it's it's a full walk-up attic. The stairs going up in it. I picture all kinds of things. Well, uh, my old bouncy horses. There's a few pieces of furniture, but under the eaves where the, it slants down under the roof, there are boxes of books. Um, in the middle, there are old bottles, mm-hmm. which some of them may be worth something. There are, you know, little, like, baskets with... I know one of them actually had the cap of an old car. It was silver. It would have been a radiator cap, and it had like a, oh, this like woman, something that looked like on the front of an old sailing ship. This, there's all kinds of cool stuff up there. Um, like uh, uh, harnesses, 19, from way back in the you know, day like when I, my mother had I horses. I pictured you saving lots of things. And of oh, course, yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of papers and magazines. Oh, right? yeah, because yeah. We, we got a, a bag up there, and i got to have him bring them down, but we did seal it in a, in a plastic bag. But we have, like, 1870 newspapers and, wow. and a week, Harper's Weekly and things like that. And then we have, like, 1940 um, Country Gentleman magazine. And it's really cool because all through them you do see um, buy war bonds. And, you know, there's a lot of World War II stuff. But it's farming stuff, too. Well, it's nice you check it out sometime and go back and enjoy it. Just be careful you don't have too much paper up there. Oh, no. We, we, when we got back here, we, we cleaned a lot of everything out. So it's mm-hmm. like you can look straight through from one side of the window to the other side and you can walk through it. And, mm-hmm. you know, but you can pick out things that are kind of really neat, you know? All right, listen, have a great Easter. and uh, Yeah, who's going to be on tomorrow? Keith Rice. Oh, is he coming back? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, we'll rattle his cage. Tomorrow. Yeah, rattle his cage. Go for it. <laughs> well, you have a nice Easter, too. Thank you, Sue. All right. Yeah, bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. I'm thinking paper mites. Mm, that's true. Paper mites. Yep. Okay. Um, so, Joe Kennedy Jr. is running. Right. Yeah, they. So, I think it's the grandson now. The grandson. Uh, there's a lot of. It's a whole line of Kennedys. Robert Kennedy, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He so, wants to get into the action and uh, maybe run for uh, president. Joe Biden oh still hasn't. Where are these com- still from hasn't committed that, that he's going to run today. I don't know. I would. They can, uh, can do justice for the country. So. I don't get it. I'm laughing because, you know, I want to see somebody running for the passion and for the people and that carry no baggage. You well, know, you'll have uh, to wait and watch. Cheating on wives or mm-hmm. um, fraud, deceit, criminal history and whatnot. So I'm going to hold my breath. And hopefully somebody new 
will come into the picture because I'm tired of the drama and entertainment um, that probably spike uh, the ratings and whatnot. But we have a lot of problems here, serious problems, and they need need to get on the ball. Well, I'd like to see new people on both sides and uh, get some new ideas and people that can work together. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Hopeful, wishful thinking. And um, Mm -hmm. this is a waste of time, a waste of a lot of money. And I don't know where this country is going to because we already dug ourselves in a hole. Well, we hope it's going to get better. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thank you. Have a good Easter. The Johnson and Johnson Band-Aids. All right, thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. I just have nothing important to say, but I can't hear you very well again. I'm in the car. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you okay, Miss Kay. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's just very faint. All I wanted to say was have a great weekend and have a terrific Easter. Thank you, and I hope you uh, enjoy yourself as well. Are you going to have a big uh, crowd, or what are you doing? Uh, no, no, we're just um, hanging out with a small crowd and nothing special, but the weather's going to be good. So uh, how about you? Yeah, just getting together with the family. So I hope you're going to uh, are you going to do your own hair for Easter? <laughs> my, my hair is naturally curly like the little redhead girl on the peanut oh good then you're and, all uh, set you're all set yeah no I just pretty much wash it and put it in a ponytail um, so uh, nothing special no I don't have a perm but people think I do because it's curly so uh, you know the little redhead girl on the peanut strip oh yeah Charlie uh, I think her name, I can't Charlie her Brown's name. crush I don't know if she Frida. ever had a name. What is it? Her name was Frida. Frida? Okay. Mm-hmm. But anyway, just call to say Happy Easter and have a great weekend and enjoy yourself. All right. Relax. Thank you so much. You betcha. Have, have a good, good one. one. Thanks. That's our buddy, the uh, hairdresser. Karen, you're on the air. Welcome. Hello there. Hi there. Hey, Happy Easter to you. Uh, <laughs> did you say uh, you thought I was someone else? I think you just called the name out, huh? I did. I don't. I don't know. Uh, oh, maybe I must have misunderstood. No, I was talking about the last caller. She's uh, oh. Karen, the hairdresser. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to wish you and your wife and all your family a happy Easter, and all the people <clears throat> who call in a really blessed Easter. Oh, aren't you pleasant? That's very nice of you. Are you doing? Uh, you having a lot of folks over? What you doing? Uh, I don't have any family left, so it's always kind of drab uh, holidays. But. Uh, mm-hmm. I got one guy that's a, a vet that I I might make a meal for just us, well, or maybe ham. But I'm not crazy for ham. How about you? No, I'm not either. I don't care. Yeah, I don't usually have ham for Easter. I usually it's it's available if I want it, but I usually go for the other stuff. Yeah, and like a lot of people, I'm listening and listeners and people are going with lamb. But I I like lamb, but I haven't had it in years. But it's awful greasy. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't had a lamb chop in a long time. Yeah. You know, we might try, because he loves seafood, and I do. This sounds weird. Can you imagine having, um, for Easter, having steamers and maybe lobster or a bun- and then maybe or-, or salmon? No, it's not against the law. If you enjoy it, go for it. Right? <laughs> I guess so. Have seafood. 
Yeah, all right. You have a good one. You take care. Thank you. You too. Take care of yourself. Hello, you're with Stu. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Did someone mention that Joe Kennedy might be running for president? Is that what I heard? Yeah, one of the Kennedys uh, is getting into the the mix. He wants to run, yes. Oh, okay, because uh, Joe Kennedy may uh, have defended... Oh, what's his name that was in prison? Oh, I forgot his name. But he, Joe, Joe Kennedy had a book about his cousin there. That uh, Oh, my that goodness, Karen. I haven't heard that story in a long time. The Kennedy cousin and, and the girl yeah. that was uh, murdered, and uh, they mm-hmm. always thought he did it. I think he's out, though. I don't know. Oh, he, he's definitely out. He obviously um, says that he didn't do it. I don't know. Well, he was... Apparently, fifteen. It was a Kennedy cousin. Did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't even think of his name, Stu. But because I, um, I frequent, I frequently went to a prison to see my brother. Mm-hmm. I did meet his family, and this is I can't even remember his name now. But I did meet his family. I've met him, um, and uh, they put him in a cell with. Uh, a man that was really a tough guy to protect him from the other prisoners. Oh. And um, mm-hmm. uh, he now, uh, he causes divorce and, and etc. very poor. Um, and he lives in uh, New York upstate. And um, it's just, uh, just it's, a, it's, a, it's really a shame because we'll never know. The we'll never know thing. the real story. He... He was uh, very young, and they, uh, I, I, they say that he was maybe jilted by this girl and killed her, but, you know, and then, and then nobody was actually sure about it. Mm. Well, there were other people, mm-hmm. I guess, involved, but nobody spoke up. Now I'm going to try to yeah. I'm going to try to remember um, her name now the rest of the day. What was her <laughs> name? Oh, I, it know, almost but, popped into my head just now. Oops. What is it? Oh... It, it popped well, out. <laughs> well, anyways, you know the other Ken Kennedy. These Kennedys have not had too much luck with politics and running for president. So, I mean, Robert Kennedy, what a sweetie. What a sweetie. But, you know, these Kennedys had affairs with Marilyn Monroe. Uh, that was no big secret. No, I guess it was and, the, the law then. Everybody seemed to have an affair with her. I don't know which, yeah. which ones are true. <laughs> So, but the fact of the matter is, I don't think there's not a, there's not a president out there that hasn't had something to do with a woman. And I mean, I remember Bill Clinton say, "I never had sex with that woman." Yeah, that's and that I was thought how weird. odd it was that she kept the dress. So, uh, it, but I kind of like these adventures that I read. Um, hey, listen, there. There's been a lot of stories through the years. Many of them have been covered up. We don't know, but mm-hmm. it's well. The old man up in, uh, I think the old Joe Kennedy. Oh, he was he a told, rascal. Mm-hmm. Oh, he told the Frank Sinatra and uh, Crawford and all them people, you will get my son elected president. I mean, mm-hmm. these are books that I've read, and who knows if it's the truth or not. Well, a lot of it is true, because there's there's just many, many uh, stories about it, and they seem but to I, match up. He was uh, involved with the mafia and all oh, that. Oh, heavens, yes, mm-hmm. heavens, yes. But I wanted to say that now, if there's a Kennedy that's going to run, he will have the protection that 
we have today with the other presidents, because you've got to admit, um, John Kennedy and Robert didn't have the, uh, uh, you know, the agents around like we do today. So, uh, well, they I'm did have Secret of, Service, but it was not as protected as it is now. Oh, Stu, mm-hmm. I'll never forget it. I mean, he was, uh, oh, that little, little, little John standing there. Saluting, oh, God. yeah. It was, uh, but, you know, let's hope that it, it, it would be different because maybe the Kennedys would do a better job. I mean, they're Democrats, but <clears throat> well, I don't I want to know. hear maybe what they, they have to they say. They do a good job. I mean, in my opinion, so, the Democratic Party was much different in those days. Oh, amen to that. And too. I was uh, voted for a lot of Democrats. Yeah, and I wanted to tell Susan, I've got newspapers when JFK was killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got all kinds of different things, like St. Valentine's Day with Capone in them? Holy crap. You have that one? St. It, Valentine's Day Massacre? <laughs> yes. My goodness. I mean, yeah, I mean my, my son, well, my kids go to a lot of auctions, and mm-hmm. like I say, the big, the, the big photograph, beautifully hand-painted, of John Kennedy and his wife, it was, I mean, the people came from way over there in Westport or wherever and picked up that paper that I put on Swap Shop. So somebody was listening from that, but they were wonderful. They, yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, it's amazing. Now I'm bidding on a letter that John Kennedy wrote um, to a governor here, and his picture in the letter is in a frame, so I'll let you know if I win oh, the bid. So you're bidding on this letter, yeah? Yeah, with his picture, yeah. I, yeah, wow. we'll see what, what happens. But, yeah, good um, luck with that. It's so much. Oh, and another thing, you know, on these auctions, past and present auctions, tell your son they have tons of uh, uh, baseball cards and such. He might find some interest in it one day. Oh, he loves baseball cards. I know he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so happy, th- happy, mm-hmm. I was going to say happy Thanksgiving. Well, happy That's Easter. <laughs> Take happy care. Happy Easter. Bye. Bye. Yes, I think I saved the paper the uh, the day that Howdy Doody retired. I, was, I love those old papers and things, you know, especially looking at the ads. Get a car for $500. Now it's like one tire. Mandy Patinkin in concert. Cats in the cradle and the silver. The Tony and Emmy Award winner, critics call a musical force of nature. Star of Broadway's Evita, films The Princess Bride in Yentl and the hit TV series Homeland. You know, we'll have a good time then. Mandy Patinkin presents his new concert, Being Alive, as thrilling an evening as can be found anywhere. At the Guard, April 29th. Visit guardarts.org. Sponsored by Thames River Gallery and WSHU. Southeastern Connecticut, are you ready for a deal? A real deal? If so, it's time to take a ride to Falvey's Motors, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram during the Jeep Celebration Event and Ram Truck Month. The month of April will be a month to remember. Find your new car or truck while trade-in values continue to be at an all-time high. Stop into Falvey's. We'll find your trade-in value money that can be used towards your new vehicle. Are you looking to purchase a new Ram or a new Jeep Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, second or third row? Renegade or Compass? We're confident we can 
help you find the vehicle of your dreams with a stress-free car buying experience. We continue to have ground stock inventory arriving daily. Get to Falvey's located on Route 32 in Norwich right down the street from Mohegan Sun or visit us online 24-7 at falvey's.com. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from or we could build a custom order together meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. 860-889-5252. Welcome to the program. Hi. You still? Uh, yeah. Hi there. Yeah the, yeah, the person you're thinking of is Michael Skakel. Michael Skakel. Kennedy's cousin. Kennedy's cousin. Do you remember the girl's name? Martha Moxley. You got a good memory. Now, now that you say it, I can't. No, no, internet helps a lot. Oh, internet. Okay, I didn't have one near me. <laughs> I know. I knew you were looking. You said it was going to be bothering you, so I just wanted to put your mind at ease. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Have it. Have a good day. You too. Happy Easter. You too, Martha Moxley. Poor girl. Terrible, terrible thing. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Um, I read a book some years ago called The Last. Slider. And uh, it was part of the book. Uh, it was about an electric boat and the submarine. They used to launch them sliding down the waves. I, I went to many, many of them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was uh, uh, it was kind of a mystery, and uh, it was about a guy who uh, turned violent. And he, in the ending, he was on the deck as the as the boat was sliding down and jumped off. But he ended up living in this cabin, isolated cabin up in in the woods. And uh, after after he died, they searched the cabin, and they came up. With the supposed golf club that Martha Moxley was beaten with. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was it was interesting. I can't remember who the author was. I want I don't know. I want to say Wally Lamb, but I don't. I don't think mm, so. I'm but, not sure why. Uh, no. It was called the Last Slider, and you really didn't. <laughs> You really didn't know what was coming at the end when you, as you were reading the book, it, you know. So, uh, but that was Martha Moxley was her name, and uh, you know, I don't think to this day that they really proved beyond a doubt that uh, the guy, the Kennedy cousin, I can't remember his name. Oh, that was Skakel, I think somebody said. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That he actually did it. All right. The brother was involved, and uh, who knows. But, but I do remember a golf club being involved in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But it, it, it ruined her. It ruined his life. That's for sure. Oh my goodness! Yes. And most of the family's life. You know. So what are you gonna do? I guess. But they were. They were just teenagers. I think she was like fifteen at the time. Mm-hmm. So was he. So, but anyway. Well, one of the if big ever, mysteries. Have you ever looked that up, that book up? And it, it's a good book. Uh, it's called The Last Slider. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you, All sir. Right, Bye. That story kept surfacing and surfacing and surfacing, and uh, we haven't heard much about it in a very, very long time. And the Huskies celebrate championship time. Drive for five, culminating here in Houston as UConn has beaten San Diego State, 76-59. And stores Connecticut, the basketball capital of the world. Congratulations, UConn Huskies, on your fifth national title from southeastern Connecticut's home for UConn basketball. 1310, 94.5, WICH. 23 minutes before 2, Stu Breyer with you, and it's time to sing. You may sing along. Come on. Put on your ears. Here we go. You know the words to this one. Let me hear it. Come on now. Here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity, Easter's on its way. Jelly beans for Tommy, colored eggs for Sister Sue. There's an orchid for your mommy and an Easter bonnet too. Oh, here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity happy Easter folks in Taftville now. Here comes Peter Cottontail Hopping down the bunny trail Look at him stop and listen to him say Try to do the things you should Maybe if you're extra good He'll roll lots of Easter eggs your way Easter morning and you'll know that he was there when you find those chocolate bunnies that he's hiding everywhere oh here comes Peter Cottontail hopping down the bunny trail hippity hoppity happy Easter day what's up guys so I'm going to play that again. There was a couple of people in Ledger and uh, one person in Uncasville who refused to sing. So let's try it one more time. Starts off, here comes Peter Cottontail. Here you go. 
Here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity, hoppity, hippity, Easter's on its way. Hop along, Cassidy. Bringing every girl and boy baskets full of Easter joy. Things to make your Easter bright and gay. He's got jelly beans for Tommy, colored eggs for Sister Sue. What else? What else? There's an orchid for your mommy and an Easter bonnet too. Oh, here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity happy Easter day. <laughs> here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Look at him stop and listen to him say. Try to do the things you should. Maybe if you're extra good, he'll roll lots of Easter eggs your way. You'll wake up on Easter morning and you'll know that he was there. When you find those chocolate bunnies that he's hiding everywhere. Oh, here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity happy Easter day. Tell you, when we were kids, we had no privacy. No privacy. Santa Claus, the Easter bunny, the Sandman. We used to leave sand in our eyes. Yeesh. What a big deal that was, huh? Hi, folks. This is Ed Lowe, trust and estates attorney at Ed Lowe Law. I'll be in your neighborhood to teach you about the basics of estate planning. Everyone has an estate, so everyone needs an estate plan. And I'm happy and proud to be the one to teach everyone about the essential planning they need to protect their money and family. I'm hosting several estate planning crash courses throughout southeastern Connecticut during the week of April 17th. Enjoy good company, some laughs, gift card drawings for an extra dose of fun, and most importantly... The wisdom of an easy-to-understand conversation about estate planning. April 17th in Waterford, April 18th in Colchester, April 19th in Old Line, and April 20th in Ledgerd. The seminar is free. To register and find location information, visit edlowlaw.com. That's E-D-L-O-W-E-Law.com. Or call 203-951-5435. Ed Low Law, estate planning attorney for your estate planning journey. For over 50 years, Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Line has been your local firearms dealer with on-target advice and competitive pricing. You see, some folks look at guns as a Second Amendment right, a vital part of their personal security. Others see them as a fun way to plank at a soda can on a fence post. How you feel about guns is totally up to you. Providing an excellent selection and equally excellent customer service is up to Ron's. Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Lyme. I'm sorry, I left out the Tooth Fairy. So we had to deal with, of course, Santa, Easter Bunny, Sandman, Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy was a prid quo pro. <laughs> you had to give a tooth to get a piece of change, right? 
I don't know how much it is now, but in, in our day, a, a tooth was a quarter. But now with inflation, you can get about 50 bucks for your tooth. Put it under your pillow, and uh, strange things happen. Our WICH weather, partial clearing. Temperatures today in the 60s, 63 now. few showers and thunderstorms early, then cloudy, gradual clearing, low 43. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, windy and 62. Saturday, sunny and breezy, 56. And Easter Sunday, sunny, high near 60 degrees. So we did shoot up to 63 after a slow start. 63 at WICH AM and FM. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD.org. Here's Jerry Seinfeld talking about married men. I got married late in life. I was 45. I had some issues. I was enjoying those issues quite a bit, as I recall. When I was single, I had married friends. I would not visit their homes. I found their lives to be pathetic and depressing. Now that I'm married, I have no single friends. I find their lives to be meaningless and trivial experiences. In both cases, I believe I was correct. Whichever side of marriage you're on, you don't get what the other people are doing. I can't hang out with single guys. If you don't have a wife, we have nothing to talk about. You have a girlfriend? That's wiffle ball, my friend. You're playing paintball war. I'm in Afghanistan with real loaded weapons. Married guys play with full clips and live rounds. This is not a drill. Single guy sitting on a merry-go-round blowing on a pinwheel. I'm driving a truck full of nitro down a dirt road. <laughs> you single guys here tonight looking at me. Hey, Jerry, what if I want to be a married guy like you? What do I got to have if I want to be a married guy? I'll tell you what you got to have. You better have some answers, buddy. You better have some answers for that woman. Women have a lot of questions. Their brains are strong, active, and on high alert at all times. You're sleeping. She's researching. <laughs> the female brain is cooking all the time. The female brain is one of the most competent and capable organs in all of the biological universe. Girl power. You're goddamn right. There's nothing the female brain cannot do. It will solve all problems of Earth and life. Having completed that, it will move on to the hypothetical. Theoretical situations that may or may not occur. The female needs to know how you might respond. <laughs> if you faked your own death and I found out about it, what would you say then? <laughs> what are we talking about now? <laughs> oh, I dreamt the whole thing last night, so don't deny it. 
Being married is like being on a game show and you're always in the lightning round. <laughs> I went out and bought a game show podium. I set it up in my living room. I wake up in the morning. I stand behind the podium, try and answer all my wife's questions and get on with the goddamn day. <laughs> I got a hand button clicker. I'll take movies I think we saw together for 200. <laughs> my wife, of course, is the returning champion from last week. I'll take details of a 10-minute conversation we had at 3 o'clock in the morning eight years ago. <laughs> and I would like to bet everything I have on that, Alex. <laughs> I'm going for the win right here. The husband, of course, never has a clue. I'm sorry, sir, you did not win the weekend sex package <laughs> or the guilt-free televised sporting event. Thank you for playing. Are you even listening to me? <laughs> and don't forget to take that big bag of garbage with you on your way out of the studio. All right, a little bit of Jerry Seinfeld, who got married when he was 45. Here's some questions you may have thought of asking but never did. Do you believe life exists always to end, even after 100 years? Are we the only life in the universe? How many times have we questioned that? Does the center of the earth impact the temperature of our land? How did you arrive at this point in your life? How can a closed brain inside our skull ever be called an open mind? How long before artificial intelligence will collapse stock markets? Hmm? Can emotions ever be controlled via technology? It's coming. What disease did cured ham have originally? Why do banks charge money for insufficient balance even when they know there isn't any money? Why does every rule somehow always have exceptions? Why do bubble bath bubbles always rise up white even if the bath is pink in color? Can anyone know how the rainbow tastes like? Why do we count sheep and not dogs when we can't go to sleep? If the train station is set where the train is bound to stop, what is a workstation then? Can you define nothing? Why do we say cheese when our photos are taken? That's a good one. Cheese. Or you could be Archie Bunker and go, cheese, cheese, dairy. Why don't tomb, comb, bomb, and womb sound simil uh, similar? Why does Donald Duck wear everything but, pa but pants? I was trying to learn how to talk like Donald Duck, Duck the other day. I had a lot of time on my hand. I had it, but I lost it again. If quantum mechanics is a law, what is quantum gravity? Do your achievements end when you die erased from existence? Do you think the Earth is a living organism on the inside? Do you think anyone of the human race will ever be able to travel towards the center of the earth? Can a homeless kid ever be given homework? Can the universe ever expand if yes to what? Was math invented or was it discovered? Who defined good, bad, right, and wrong? Well, we know the Wright brothers. I don't know the other ones. Why should we set goals if we are all going to die anyway? Chicken or egg? What came first? That's a question we ask all the time. And who decided to put and use the letter S in the word lisp? 
Why can an adult say that they slept like a baby, but a baby can never sleep like an adult? So if a zombie bites a vampire, do both become vampires or both become zombies? These are questions that many of you probably have wanted to ask. Hi, WICH. Yes, hello again, Stu. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, uh, my daughter brought over recently uh, a box of, oh, I don't know, 12 to 15 uh, National Geographics mm-hmm. from uh, the year 1923, 24, and 25. Mm-hmm. So we've got 100-year-old 100, 100, uh, National Geographics. And I was just looking at one uh, as I'm moving things around in the house, and I noticed in the back, I'll just read a short paragraph, the importance of preventive dentistry cannot be overstated. Perhaps it may seem absurd to attribute rheumatism or melancholia to to poor teeth, but science has proved the connection. So this is an ad on the back page of the National Geographic, August edition, 1925, Mm. from the Colgate ribbon dental cream. All right. 25 cents for a large tube. So all you kitties out there, don't forget, after you eat all those jelly beans and Uh chocolate bunnies, pick up the toothbrush. Thank you so much for that tip. It's a very important one. You got it, buddy. Have a good one. Thank you. Okay. Hi, WICH. Hi. Hi. First, happy Easter. Thank you for playing Peter Cottontail. I... And playing it twice was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want I I'm going to talk about something that's that's always has bothered me when I'm when I'm in a parking lot and I'm trying to back out of a spot. You know, you look behind and everything, and there's no one there, and you start backing out, and somebody comes right past you, and that irritates me. And the reason I'm bringing it up today is one of my former classmates was putting items in her trunk that she bought at a store and someone backed into her. Oh. And she has multiple, you oh. know, um, broken, rib, yeah, broken ribs, broken pelvis, etc., and lots of bumps and bruises. It's, you know, so people, wherever you are, please watch what you're doing. You know, people will drive through parking lots going too fast. You can never assume um, that they were watching you, right? Yeah. You know, or, or and actually, not just the ones that are driving, but you're you're backing out, and somebody comes right out of the store and starts walking in back to you. You know, I look to see if there's anybody there, and they're not, and then all of a sudden they're there. It's like I don't understand. Well, you wish your wish your a speedy recovery from us. All right. Oh yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I said I'm I'm praying for her to have a speedy recovery. All right. Because it's horrible. Anyway, Thanks. have a good weekend. You too. Bye. Thank you. So there's a lot of little chicks running around, and uh, it made me think of this horrible dance. Hey, this is music to hide eggs by. What do you think? Put it over there, put it over here, put it over there, over here, over there. Oops, step on it. Hurry up, the kids are coming over. Hide them, hide them, hide them. Check out our podcast. 
www.ics.com. Link onto our podcast. Have a wonderful weekend. Don't forget to join our buddy Keith C. Rice tomorrow. 10 o'clock. to the uh, finale here. Well, a good place to hide eggs is the refrigerator. Who would think that would be so obvious, right? Just a thought. Mr. Breyer, hoping that you'll find your Easter bonnet in the attic. Photographers will slap us, and you'll find that you're in the rotogravure. Oh, I could write a sonnet about your Easter bonnet, and of the girl I'm taking to the Easter parade. Dr. Soloway was my guest earlier today talking about arthritis, and if you missed that interesting interview, you can find it once again. It'll be posted a little later on our podcast. In the meantime, whether it be Easter, Christmas, Halloween, whatever, please be kind to each other. 
Stick around for news. And then uh, Jimmy Fallon with his talk show, Personality Radio, WICHA 